oh boy, here we are. Yes, we are. How's it going, everybody? My name is Jesse, and I'm here with everyone's favorite uncle, Aaron Jean-Claude Van Damme Mueller. He's me. And this week, we've got a guest you may remember. Nathan! (laughs) Yay! Former guest, former host. Former guest again. (laughs) Yep. Back in the building. Back in the saddle, you know? Just really feeling himself. I'm I saw. I'm in uh, love with myself. I <laughs> work it, girl. Um, I sent you that song, Aaron. We're gonna make another it. song at the end of the show. Um, I, f- I saw a funny meme today. It is Tell a. Us. It is a. It's a a, fo- a photoshopped version of the Madagascar the movie cover. Remember the Madagascar mm-hmm. movies with the animals, and the CGI and stuff. Yeah. But the. It's got Elon Musk on it, and it says "Mad at Gas Car." <laughs> you know, I feel like I, it's so funny. I feel dude. like I feel like it's always risky describing. Ah! Sorry, spoilers. No. That that was spoilers. me saving it's it to the. Uh, that was me saving it to the sound slate, and it just played. There's a little uh, <laughs> a little taste of what's to come. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. My bad. <laughs> what were you saying, Nate? It's always risky describing a meme without showing the person. Like, you know, those. But you pulled it off, kid. You pulled it off. Thanks. Visual joke through audio. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Mad at Gascar. That's pretty pretty smart. I just sent it to you, Aaron. Mad at Gascar. <laughs> I found uh, my, dad joke. <laughs> my favorite meme of this week is uh, a, hold on, let me just say it's my meme of the week, um, <laughs> is a picture of a uh, magic card that's called Death Wind, and it's a skeleton getting blown uh, like in a fiery wind, and then <laughs> in, the, um, in the text, you know, on the inside of the card, whatever, it says, damn. She wasn't lying. That ass really can fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. No, that ass okay. can fart, bro. Mm-hmm. Fart joke. Okay. I got one. My uh, my meme of the week. It is. It is a picture of Sonic. It's uh with a with a speech bubble, and it says, "My fucking god, these bitches, these bitches, gay." <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> I don't get it though. Good, but what's boy, it Sonic. in reference to? No reference. It's the best kind it's of meme. Sonic. It's Sonic. The best kind of yeah. meme for me is completely irreverent. Has no frame of reference. Has no you know ties to anything. I like to be surprised. Okay. That's my humor. My gimmick in terms of comedy is look at my dick. Did you did you watch the Sonic cartoon, the Saturday morning yeah, cartoon? Chili Dogs, bro. Yes, that's yeah. it's it it has nothing to do with that. Yes, that's that's it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's true. So, chili dogs literally came out of nowhere. Like somebody was just like, let's make them addicted to chili dogs. I think it's uh I think it's because Rescue Rangers had Monterey Jack and he loved cheese. Or whatever was his name, oh, Monterey or some true. stupid thing. I think so. Um, so 
What do you say, Chippendale? Ch- Rescue Ch- Rangers? Chippendale. Rescue, Rescue Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, you throw apples at robot dogs in the game. Capcom made that when game. It's a good game. It's actually it's available on the Disney's Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon morning cartoon game collection that brings Chippendale 1 and 2, DuckTales, Tailspin, and some other shitty game. But there um some of those games are pretty good. DuckTales is really great. So it's Chippendale's Chippendale's difficult though. I sang no, under uh, you there. I gave you a little backing vocals. Nice. Tailspin, though. Ooh. Uh, Spinning, let's begin. I don't remember the theme song. Tailspin. It's like uh, the Jungle Book with the advent of electricity. Yeah, it was yeah. Baloo from it's, the Jungle Book, except he was actually blue in that show, or like a bluish hue. Yeah, yeah. Shere Khan was mad evil, dude. Oh yeah, but in Tailspin, like Baloo, like finished college, he became a pilot. Like he, yeah. You know, he and then that one, on... that one dope ass little bear had a fucking sky snowboard, Cloud dude. Kick, Cloud Kicker, dog. Bro, Cloud, Cloud Kicker. And also Cloud Kicker, really great one man polyrhythmic heavy mm-hmm. metal instrumental band. Yep. Very good, good stuff. Listen to Cloud good Kicker. Music really to good music to listen to if you're just playing video games, but you don't want to like you want to hear dialogue if it's there, but you want some baller tunes in the background yeah it's really good heavy polyrhythmic stuff but it's also not overworked so it's not it's not going to like overwhelm the senses it's just really good rhythms and really good deep tones cloud kickers are really good one-man band so nate really good melodies (laughs) Mm -hmm. nate this morning when you woke up and knew you were coming on did you think people keep asking if i'm back and i haven't really had an answer but now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, yeah that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. You went yeah, into John Wick voice. S- yeah. Someone, someone broke into my my house this morning, and they wanted to know if I was back. I looked him right in his face, and I said, "Yeah, buddy, I'm back." <laughs> yeah, buddy, baby's got back. <laughs> <laughs> um, Please leave my house. How have you been? It's been a minute. It's been Man, maybe two months now, maybe three months. You were on yeah. not too long ago. Um. Yeah, I think, what did we talk? Did we have a topic for that or was it just free flow? I think it was free flow. We had, there was something we spoke about. Maybe it was I a forgot. movie we watched. We were talking about movies. We were yeah. talking about the last blockbuster. Never going to be a blockbuster movie again because no, that's the true. Hollywood, Hollywood budget has now died. Um. I've been seeing people selling Blockbuster cases online. They go for about $6 a pop. If you have an old plastic Blockbuster rental case for VHS, I would think they'd go for more than 6 bucks. but there's probably hundreds of thousands of them out there. Good input. Uh, and then that was the last time we talked, yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Want to hit weeks? Yeah, sure. It's so I died. <laughs> Came back to life. Nate's a ghost. We, we. Oh my god! I just remembered I was having a crazy ass dream about ghosts, and <gasps> I was talking to you, Jesse. We were at a we were at a house that I had been staying at. This is a continuation of a dream I've had. Like uh, it, it was referencing a prior dream about ghosts. I was in a haunted house, mm-hmm. and so in this dream, I was back in this fucking haunted house, and there was these ghost babies trying to stab each other with scissors, and then. 
I was talking to you and I'm like, this house is haunted as fuck. And you were like, yeah. And I was like, what's your least favorite ghost? And you were like, I really don't like that one baby with the scissors. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, my least favorite was the screaming lady when she came in and was like, and then Lulu barked super loud and woke me up in the middle of my dream as I was talking about a screaming ghost. And uh, did you just did you have a dream where you just reviewed ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> was That's pretty neat. Our next podcast. What? What a killer dream. That's like a fucking, you had like this podcast dream. You reviewed fucking ghosts. It's very true. What's Casper? Is Casper a... Casper's a little bitch. No, he's a weak, whack-ass ghost. He don't do anything cool. He can't make me go through walls. He can't help me fly. He can't really do anything for me. How do you know? So this was a dream of Mm. a dream. So it was a dream that referenced a prior nightmare. Both of these were nightmares because scary shit was happening. So how do you know that you are not dreaming right now? I don't. You remember waking up. Part of me is convinced one day I'll wake up from my coma again and I'll get to start all over, which would be pretty cool. That's my hope is that instead of dying, I just wake up back at 19 years old coming out of my coma like, hey, get to do it all over again. Coming out of my coma and I'm feeling just fine. If I do, I got a lot of things to fucking change. Yeah, but then you're also going to fuck up. You're going to lose a lot of shit. You're going to ruin time. Yeah, the show may all. not happen. You may not meet Kells. You may not ever find Lou. No, I knew You're Ian. literally going to destroy the fabric of time. I'll meet Kelsey no, dude, either way. You're going to be the crazy guy who runs up to Kelsey and goes, you don't understand. In a different timeline, you're my wife, and you love me. And she's going to be like, get this creepy guy away from me. And it's going to be terrifying. No, maybe I'll marry. I'm Rick Sanchez. Maybe I'll be, you know, we'll have had a long life together. We'll be, you know, she'll have died of old age and I'll be laying in my deathbed and then I'll close my eyes and drift off into oblivion and wake up in a hospital in Virginia and I'll be like, oh shit, this time I get to try out dudes and I'll marry a guy and, you know, I'll just change, I'll change it all, dude. But change then, like when, when we, we were, the moment that you teleport to the past, we look across at the lake and there's this bench with this old Aaron <laughs> sitting <laughs> with his gay lover, and he has the Captain America shield. And I and say, like, I say, Nate, take this beanie. <laughs> it looks better on you. And then you say, do you want to tell me about this guy? And I say, no, I don't think I will. And then you'll put a bullet in the back of my head. What do you say? <laughs> Scene. You'll well, you'll I just guess that could work. You'll just hit a. That's beautiful, Aaron. I hope you do. And then become... saliva starts to play. Click, click, boom. <laughs> coming down what on the stereo. Coming at the radio. Would you shut up? <laughs> it would have meant that Aaron lived a happy life. It could mean that. It could, yeah. It could. <laughs> it could. But. Honestly, I'll probably just die and I'll be sad and I won't get a second chance. And, you know, none of us get second chances, so. Yeah. There's no such thing. We can only go forward and play video games. Wait, what? <laughs> we can only go forward and play Wait, video what? games and waste our time. We're not, we're not getting second chances? What? No. Though, it would be pretty chill if when we died, you see, you have died. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the sound. Game over. You have... <laughs> You hear the chimes, and then you respawn in the hospital, and you're like, oh, shit. But you're still old, so you just keep dying in old man ways, you know? Anyways, yeah. 
So um, that was my week. I had dreams. Uh, no, so I today specifically, I I played two games that are new. Okay. Uh, I did watch WandaVision. I'm all caught up. But uh, Nate, we can talk about that. If, are you caught up? I'm uh, behind one one episode, but we can talk about it. Oh, then don't worry about I it. Well, I won't. I'll talk about it next week when when Jesse's I, I want to. I want to talk about it. I want to <laughs> talk about it. Well, we can just talk about it next week during the finale. You know, well, you, you just have to watch uh, it. Jesse. Next week's the finale. Yeah. What comes after the finale? Uh, two what? weeks and then Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Then after that ends, two weeks to Loki, and then so they. Oh, they basically man. skip a week, and in the in the interim, that next week is the making of. Um, I'm gonna read the spoiler right now for the oh, last okay. episode, so we can talk about it. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, um, so today, reading it right now. Uh, after work, I decided. So I was restarting my computer. So I had the last hour of my job, my I had finished everything, which was great, but uh, I had some emails to do. But I was like, oh, you know what? I'll restart my computer. I had an update that's been pestering me to do. Right, a Windows update. Shit locked me down for like an hour and a half i think it you know, yeah. just finished for like a while after that um i had to restart twice be pretty brutal um so while that was happening i was like well fuck it i'll just you know i'll put on i'll, I'll install east east 9 monstrum Knox, which um i bought t- last week or two weeks ago um and east is a action rpg series um published by falcom nihon falcom my current favorite rpg company who make the legend of heroes series East actually kind of predates those, or is comes come came about around the same time as the original uh, Legend of Heroes games, like way back. They're they're not tied to the current timeline. Um, yeah, those games are old. I remember seeing East games. I, I mean, they're, read, they're any. I just read what right? happens. <laughs> we can talk about it. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, they're really old. Like NES old, right? Yeah, they're super NES. They originally started out similar to Zelda, like a, a Zelda esque, you know, action RPG. Mm-hmm. Now they're a little more actiony. Um, this new one, so I played East Eight Lacrimosa of Dana, and I wasn't big on. It. I played it on stream like during Sekido. I got really mad <laughs> during the Ishin fight, and I turned it off. Remember, and I started just playing mm-hmm. East. I didn't. I wasn't clicking, but I don't know why Monstrum Knox is like it's it's hitting it's hitting right it's got like this gothic theme you get this curse you turn into like the crimson king is what they call you so you're you have like some powers which gives you uh just some abilities like you can um latch onto things like grappling hook or whatever um each character that you can swap through has a different monster power so one guy can like glide one girl can cool. fucking run up walls or whatever um but so far, I like it. It starts out in a prison. You're in a prison city, and you're arrested, and then you escape from jail. So I played maybe two hours of it, and I really it, it felt really good. So I'm going to keep it up. Uh, and then also, I just downloaded the demo for Outriders, which is a new looter shooter from Square Enix, and people can fly. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to playing it. So the, the <laughs> demo's out. You can try it out on PS, PS4 or PS5, whatever. Um, yeah, I heard some people talking about it. They said it's cool, but it does seem that it is definitely very early build. Yeah. Like it needs some Dude, fucking help. They have one of the dumbest things I've ever seen, which is in cutscenes, they have like handheld camera, so it's just shaking around like, but like oh, God. worse than any found footage film, like in a static shot. It doesn't make any sense. Like it's so jittery. I skipped every single uh, cutscene. 
Cool thing about the demo is that it's the beginning of the game. It's not like a normal demo where they're like, you're level 10 and here's all your shit. It's just like the first missions of the game. Oh, that's awesome. And whatever progress you make does transfer. So you're not having to redo the beginning. But I skipped everything hoping that uh, they'll eventually <laughs> patch out all this choppy bullshit. It also has motion blur on, which is really kind of annoying. And they have no way to like minimize it. Um, but they do have every class open, so you can try each one. There's four total. It's very, um, it's very divisiony. Um, you know, it's a mm. cover-based third-person shooter. Um, okay. So walk up to a wall, hit a button, and you yeah. cling to it. Yep. And then you just shoot. Okay. I don't, I don't mind that. I like that kind of shit. Yeah, I don't mind it. It was okay. It's it's. I I remember hearing about it, and I had really no interest in it, and. I just tried it out because I was like, "Oh shit!" Vulcan, one of the guys I like who who talks about um, action RPGs, like Diablo type games, he had a video out, so I was listening to it, and he he enjoyed it. So I was like, "Let me let me check this shit out." And um, yeah, it's all right. It's I'm not gonna buy it at launch. I'll probably wait. Um, <clears throat> it does feel like they're gonna hit you with some games as a service shit. Like it has a story, um, but it is multiplayer. I think. You know, a lot of that game is meant to be like, go do the same thing with your friends yeah. over and over again. Dailies and shit. Yeah. Or like, or if you want, spend ten dollars and you yeah. can just buy this thing and here you go. So um other than it, Outriders oh sorry, good. It kind of looks like a game, I'm trying to see what it was called, that is definitely not as high quality, but it was a PlayStation Plus game. No, it was not a PlayStation Plus game. But I think it's a game that was called it seems similar, similar, similar. It looks cool. It looks like a third-person spacey. I think it was called like Space Lords or something. A really visually cool-looking third-person online game. Space over? No, it's not Space Overlords. It reminds uh, never me mind a little me. bit of Remnant from the Ashes, only way easier because Remnant was like a uh, Dark Souls third-person shooter game. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But it reminds me of that game in terms of graphics and, and uh, gameplay a little bit. But definitely not as hard. The first boss I just shot in its face for like a minute and a half and all it was the, dead. All the stuff online is saying like, I mean, a lot of stuff I've seen saying that game is very hard. I think it's the ads that ruin the game. Oh, Remnant? Yeah, Remnant's hard as fuck. And it, it's 100% the ads. Oh, okay, you're, every, you're talking about that. Yeah, I was talking about, um, I was talking about uh, Outriders. Um, yeah. Remnant's great. Happy we're getting it free because the only reason I haven't bought Remnant was because I heard the last boss is one of the worst bosses it's ever because so of how hard it is. Bad. It's so bad. It's yeah. just like it does the thing that Diablo three did that was really annoying in the Diablo fight, where like at every third of its health, it just goes like bye bye, and then summons you into another dimension. You have to like kill some shit or like run to a portal like that kind of just so dumb cool just let me fight the boss give me mechanics to avoid right give me ways to get ammo so that i you know like have him throw up bubbles that burst in poison but if you kill them and then they you know drop ammo you can wait five seconds and go get your you know ammo or whatever right like just give me ways because the the reason they have ads is to give you ammo drops right but you can do that (laughs) you you can either a tool a boss around having enough ammo in any type of gun or you know doing enough damage with your main clips to take it out or Mm -hmm. you know like every couple of bosses like you know every five bosses having a boss that spawns like two ads every couple minutes is manageable like 
in that game, the, the giant tree boss just spawns these little guys that just run at you and explode. And there's like 30 of them. It's fucking annoying. Nice. Um, yeah, the game I was talking about is called Space Lords. <laughs> and, Space uh, Lord. It's mother, pretty, low, pretty old, but it's got really cool character design. And I, I think I remember the graphics. It seems like a mix of third person with like Apex. Because it's got like heroes. And uh, 2017, it's not, not too old. Yeah, it's not too PS4. old, but um, yeah, it didn't do very. I don't think it got very popular because nobody played it. But I remember playing the like the free single player stuff, and thinking it was cool. It's just mindless third person space lordy shooting. You know what I was thinking I might, about? I might the redownload char- it. The character designs are cool. Yeah, they're very, it's very cool. You should look it up, Aaron. But I doubt many people are playing it. But I don't know why it didn't do very well because it's pretty neat. You know what game I was thinking about that when the PS launched was supposed to be the biggest game ever remember that game fucking warhawk yeah it was supposed to be huge like yep, people were like this is gonna be the game and then it came out and it had it just elbow on the cover yeah it was a fart in the fucking wind yeah it's because they tried to add so they wanted to take something like mag which was like a 64 player like the most people that could ever play at the same time with like they wanted to mix that with like just big open world battle royale shit. But the problem was is they mixed it with RTS stuff. So at the same time you're building like bases and resource shit like in StarCraft and shit. And you got that's a specific market. Strategy RTS stuff is a market you can't put that next to run and gun third person shooter because some people are like me. We're big dum-dums. And I don't know how to manage resources. I'm like, oh, make a mining thing. And they made it too complicated. And it was really cool. But it was, one, I would imagine, way too expensive to run the servers because it was just so massive. And it, I think it was just way too much. It was way too big in scope for something that was kind of niche. And they should have just made it uh, just take away the resource building management rts stuff and they probably could have made it a lot better i owned it i still own it it sucks you know what's another one what was that fucking game that came out with the red-headed chick well i mean i need more than that uh wet no remember it was like the first launch it was like a launch game for ps3 with the chick with the super long red hair oh that yeah heaven sword heaven sword there you go heavenly sword Um, heavenly sword heavenly sword heavenly sword that game, I did play it. I got stuck at a boss. It was cool. By all accounts, a launch that game title, was, was pretty cool. Good. It was just short. Yeah, it was a God of War type game, and it did have a cool like rock paper scissors style. Uh, every you had to know what attacks, but I got stuck at the second time you fight the vulturey looking guy, and it just kind of made me rage, and I got rid of it. But it was a decent game for a launch title. And like your little weird, spunky little sister, she's like, is it time to play Twing Twang? And you would have, and she would like, she was like lost in like Tweety Bird land, but she also would shoot crossbows at people's faces. So every now and then you'd get to play Twing Twang and shoot bad guys in the face with arrows. It's pretty cool. Twingity Twingity. I just recently watched a Matt, Mc, Matt McMuscles video on that. Um,. Go check his videos out. He makes One of really his great what content. happened or whatever. Uh, no, I think it was. It might not have been a what happened. It might have been something else. 
because he he has a couple, but because it didn't really fail. So, because what happened is usually for games that fail, but it could have been a what happened. For, what happened, for Heavenly what, Sword? Yeah. yeah for what, what, Warhawk? Uh, Heavenly Sword. But yeah, what happened is a video series Matt McMuscles does where he takes like really big flops and he kind of does research and tells you why they flopped. Good stuff. Also, the video game historian, he's really good, but he looks up really weird old uh, hardware. Uh, I re- saw this meme, if I can uh, verbally describe a meme in the template that Jesse pulled off. It was uh, of GameStop. It was like, now with all of the stocks and all this drama with GameStop, it said like something like, you know, we can now afford to give you like two pennies for like your Warhawk PS3 game or whatever. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that they were like, GameStop can now offer 25 cents more for your games, which... I oh, I never really liked those jokes because I not because I'm like a GameStop defender but like the prices that they're charging like make sense. Like so when people are bitching that they only get $2 for a copy of Madden, it's like yeah, cuz that's a yearly title. They're flooded by too many of those games and there's millions of them. Like there's if I don't know. Yeah, when you no, buy a game right. for 60 and you trade it in the next day and you only get 30, you could have beat that game overnight. That's like buying a movie and re- trying to return it the next day after you op- opened it. And depending on rarity and how many presses were made, pressings of the games were made and stuff, like, I never really hated on it. It was annoying because you wouldn't get that much for games. And people were like, they gave, they only gave me five bucks and they sold it for ten. It's like, yeah, they have to mm-hmm. turn a profit. That's what business is. So I was it's, never anti-GameStop. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. It wasn't <laughs> the greatest deal, but I will tell you that if you were to go into like pay the fifteen bucks a year for for the pro membership, you make your money back. You can literally make your money back the next day. You can make your money back on that membership with a buy one get one free coupon, and just buy a fifteen dollar game and get a free fifteen dollar game, and you just paid for your your membership and now not only are you saving 10% whenever you buy used shit and we have blu-rays now which don't you can't you can play frisbee with a blu-ray at the beach and shit's still going to work uh, and yeah, also it's, you, it's you that, also uh, it's that they they can make more money if they sell the game themselves you know if they do the yes. legwork in so it's just it's easy to complain about like, oh, well, they're only going to give me this much because they need to make money themselves. It's, e- it's easy and it's fun. It's fun to complain about GameStop. Yeah, just I have me, a blast. <laughs> but you're, you're right. Oh. You're absolutely right. Of course, like they, they need their business. But come on, let's have a little fun. Oh, you're, you don't, you're not around enough. Jesse doesn't like fun. <laughs> He does oh, not like fun, silly That's why I get mad when people times. would have so much fun at GameStop jokes. Oh, I'm you, like, you must have worked at GameStop if you don't like fun. I did work at GameStop, yeah. <laughs> so that's when people are like making all the GameStop jokes. I'm like, you guys are dumb. Actually, it is a benefit to your pockets. Game, and the deals GameStop do work. GameStop is a tough job, man. GameStop is tough because oh, yeah. in, order, in order to keep your hours, you have to have you, – you can't be – you can't have the pride because you got to every customer that comes to your register, you got to hit them up for a reserve. Hey man, uh, a cookie mama three is coming out. You want to, you want to put that reserve in? 
you got to hit them up for the game informer. You got to ask, ask, mm-hmm, ask, mm-hmm. or you're not gonna you're not gonna get any hours. I love and when they're really like, "Do you tough. want do you want protection for them?" Like, bitches have used game. Yeah, the only thing do buy the protection, spend it on controllers, five dollars for any controller. So buy your new, let's say PS5 controller. That's seventy dollars. It might have gone up for the PS5, so I'm just gonna do it. Go with what I know. PS4 controllers are sixty-five dollars. So uh, spend the extra five bucks, and for one year, at any moment, you can bring that controller back and say, my controller's acting up, and they'll give you an in-box brand-new controller. I do the same thing with my consoles. I pay the extra $30, $40 for the the product replacement plan, which means any time within two years, I could literally throw my PlayStation into a swimming pool, take it out, take it to GameStop, and as long as they have a console in stock... They'll go, oh, okay, and they'll take it, and they will give you a brand new inbox. The reason why they do that is because most people pay for that shit, and they don't use it. So I've been getting product replacement plans ever since the PS3. And you every time son I bought, of a bitch. Yeah, man. It's just what I do is I wait till my plan's almost over, and then I trade in my system and get a new model. Usually it's been about a year and a half, and sometimes there is a new model of the system out by then. So I get like the new slim version with whatever upgrades and it just rolls over, you know, and then people need to pay attention to retail marketing shit because when they're asking you for that $3, $5, you're like, fuck that. That's dumb. But if you really pay attention, it really can save you. Now, protection you, you on the are, games, you don't you really You are need basically it. a business that doesn't pay their taxes. That's what you are doing right now. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm uh, I don't know. You're playing the I'm, system, my friend. I am the Senate. I am the Senate. <laughs> I am the Senate. I, I am the church. I'm the Senate. Um, not a Jedi. <laughs> so that's my week. I am, I've been just watching Marvel movies too. I just rewatching everything because you know work's been busy, so I just toss them on in the background and listen. Well, I rewatched uh, Iron Man one, Guardians one and two. Uh, Cap 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Avengers, Age of Ultron, and then also Infinity War and Endgame, and now I'm on Thor Ragnarok. Upon your second Ooh, viewing, is there anything, or not second, but whatever, you know, upon this extra It's usually viewing, my second viewing, actually, other than yeah? uh, First Avenger, oh, okay. I've watched like 10 times. I love that movie. Is there anything that stuck out that you uh, you want to comment on that kind of comes to the forefront of your mind thinking about everything you just rewatched? So I'll say, uh, Infinity War and Endgame back to back are really good one like one big movie, but a lot of the moments don't hit as hard, obviously, because uh, you know you're watching again, you're expecting them, um, and you can see a little bit more of like the routine like switching between characters and everyone getting their little moment right um jesse i don't know why you said rough one ragnarok's fucking great no i I just didn't want to cut you off i I was thinking dark world oh yeah no i skipped one and two of thor those movies are trash yeah dark world's a little i think i was watching somebody who said i think it's dark world they're like bro i forgot what the name of the shot was they shot the whole movie like crooked oh in a dutch angle yeah it was the whole thing. I don't know if it, it probably is. You know, you went to film school. But yeah, they were like, they shot most of that movie at like a crooked angle with like a floaty effect. Yeah, dude. The Dutch and angle like... is, it, it exists to uh, show that someone's 
someone's life is out of sorts or they're in a situation that they do not understand or cannot understand. Um, and so entire, they just put it in the whole fucking movie? An entire movie probably shouldn't be shot like that. So Spike Lee's really <laughs> famous for using that in, I want to say, Do the Right Thing, um, mm-hmm. using a Dutch angle. I forget why. I, you know, Obviously, in my history of film class, we talked about it. Um, there's a specific character he would use it for, and it was to show that they were out of their element, like you know they were doing something that was uh, new or out of character or whatever. It's you know it's a thing. Um, yeah, that movie is all Dutch angles. I think Thor one is too, which makes sense in that case because he's a fish out of water, or whatever. And but not every shot. Like obviously, if you're gonna do it and you wanted to have some psychological impact, you should shoot every scene where Thor is alone in a shot on Earth. Dutch, and then as the film progresses, you know, by the first turning point, you correct that angle, and it shows that he's now kind of used to because you know you're gonna do like a time jump or whatever, like a weeks past or you know days past. Now he's normal, you know, he's getting more and more used to fucking Earth, but an entire movie, nah. Yeah, um, I do remember the scene in Thor, like just how Ultron has the scene with them all trying to all playing with Thor's hammer, which is the best scene in the movie. The, the scene in Thor, uh, where he likes the drink. So he slams it down and bring me another. That's the, that's also like, boom, like a lot of this movie sucks, but that little, that little, that like was, that smash the joke. mug. Yeah. I was like, that's a good one, bro. Cause it like shows the, bar- like every now and then they get it. Like they get a all good the, little uh, moment. All the stuff with, uh, with Loki <laughs> and Thor, because uh, Thor has Loki like imprisoned, yeah, in Asgard, and so all those all those scenes with Loki in the cell and Thor, like you know, all that all that's beautiful. Like the of course, um, you know, the Dark World is what it is, but like all that all that cell shit, it's some of the best stuff with Loki and Thor. Yeah, man, those guys are uh, good good actors. One more thing, Age of Ultron aged is really well. Actually, I watched it again. I remember loving it when we saw it in theaters. Uh, you know, thinking, man, that was so good. And then, like, you know, looking back and being like, okay, it wasn't amazing. You know, it was a, it was, it had some moments, but you know, whatever. I just rewatched it and I'm like, this is pretty good. <laughs> like, I, mm, nice. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I will say that's when everyone started talking like Tony Stark. There's definitely a feeling of like, every character is Tony uh, Stark, you know? Um, everyone's funny. Yeah. Everyone's clever. Now they do a better job where, like, yeah, everyone has their, uh, <laughs> has their, you know, little quips and this and that, but they, they at least feel like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I, yeah. I saw somebody say something funny where they said, like, Ultron... I think it might have been one of those breakdown videos, the pitch meeting, and uh, it was something like, all Ultron needed was 15 seconds to look through the internet, and he goes, yeah, these people need to die. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. imagine just finding all the weird furry shit and just the weird, like, feet squishing spaghetti. And it's like, kill these. This species <laughs> is done for. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Those peach pitch minis are really good, man. They kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, they're really great. And I have to – and you got to be careful because – they're really on point to where if you haven't seen the movie, like that guy will ruin those movies. Like they'll spoil the movies. Like they're that dude. I don't know if he's writing them alone or if he has a team, but they're written like really well for like a really rapid fire. It's really clever. Yeah. So Aaron, so was that it? Was there any, uh, was there anything else? Just kind of the dark world and age of Ultron. It's not that bad. Guardians too. 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 actually was a lot of fun, too. I remember thinking the villain was kind of annoying. Oh, I watched Doctor Strange today, and I really think it has some of the better visuals, like, in terms of all that fucking mirror shit and all, like, the yeah, Inception really, stuff. Yeah, no, so really, good. dude. So <laughs> good. So cool. All yeah. that mirror shit, the kaleidoscope and everything, man, that's yeah. so cool. Amazing visual effects. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, crazy stuff. I did think... They did to Doctor Strange what they did to Thor, which is cast like a very famous woman as his love interest that will never come back. <laughs> Who was his love interest? Uh, Rachel McAdams. Who's that? Uh, the chick from The Notebook and from uh, Bridesmaid. No, um, sorry, Wedding Crashers. Nope. She's a very famous actress. She's is she the, the nympho from Wedding Crashers? No, she's the, no. the girl that Owen Wilson's in love with. Oh, okay. She's in uh, Mean Girls. Yeah. I never saw Mean Girls. Oh, my God. And I, I've mean always Girls heard it it's really great. You poor soul. Yeah. Oh, okay. So let me know when you're done, Aaron. No, I'm done. Um. So one thing I'll just get off the bat, since it's been since Nathan's been here. I did it on Christmas, my Christmas Day thing. I watched Endgame. Remember last time yeah, I had watched I it and you were like, you were like, what the fuck like, is get, wrong with get you? Get it done. Get it done. And I did it and it was awesome. It was, I mean, I also did it on a special day. You know, how, you know, how like, I don't know, like for you guys, but like Christmas day has always been like a stay at home, do nothing day. And it's always like watch a movie. And it was like my Christmas day move. I also work on Christmas. So I, I got home from work. I made my little bootleg holiday dinner, my mashed potatoes, my cranberry sauce and my gravy. And I sat down and I was like, let's go. And it was an adventure, man. I laughed, I cried, I did everything in between. I jerked off. It was wonderful. And um, the guy who, uh, what's his name? I'm the star of the show. Uh, I'm a singer now. Fucking Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, okay. Um, The guy who he kills the, the the Japanese guy mm-hmm. where he kills in the rain. Yeah, that guy is he's Scorpion. In Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, he's Scorpion. Um, but I oh, watched nice. it and it was awesome. And thanks, Nate, because I would have still probably not seen it. And I I don't know why, but the way you were like, dude, something you said where you were like, basically like, what are you waiting for? And I think I said something like, yeah, I could die tomorrow and and not have seen it. And you were like, yeah, stop dicking around. Like you you sh- you need to see it. And I saw it. And man. Like no spoilers, but spoilers. Like five minutes in, when they they chop chop someone's dome dome, and I was like, "What is gonna happen?" It was crazy, man. It was a great time. So um, I did enjoy that. that Go back like, a couple. That sounds like the perfect Christmas. <laughs> yeah. You got you got your little meal that you can you got like and you my, just experienced spiral it all ham. So obviously yeah. you watched it and you were aware of some of the spoilers that were coming up and all that stuff. So did yes, it... but it was still crazy um there were still some spoilers that i didn't know about so i knew that like certain i knew some some people had their contracts were up surprisingly enough i didn't know about the whole thing at the end like i it didn't catch on the whole sitting on the bench i didn't know that (laughs) uh i think what i did know i didn't know when they met up to get the soul stone and i was like Oh no! Like <laughs> you don't just get to take the stone; it's a trade, and there's two of you. And I was like, "No!" And uh, that was probably the most 
intense moment for me, that fight for the Soul Stone, I think. Um, and then there was just, you know, there was the whole, I know I've said it before many times, but uh, Tony and Cap going back in time and that whole like kind of fun time travel part hit me a lot. Like, like it was very Benny Hill. It was very when all the all the silly stuff that also yeah. shows how Loki gets his own universe because he literally walks out during a time paradox. Yep. So that's how we're getting a Loki show because they fucked with the damn time. And uh, so I thought I think that that first part of the movie with all the levity and the fun and the funniness, I'm like that's cool, but I don't really care. I like the soul the battle the fight for the soul stone the battle at the end is just too, it's almost too epic it's like okay this is just war porn but it was really cool like trying to get peter over to this side and everyone's trying to help him get over there and it was just it was so much to take in uh it was great the spoilers i knew did not ruin the movie for me at all uh even the okay. i love you 3000 thing it's almost like with good writing, even knowing something before you go into it doesn't mean it's already spoiled for you. So someone I mean, could tell you like it's, it's not, you know, I'm not like it's not like the best writing. It's not like Charles Dickens, the modern day. But like I, I, uh, the re I, if Marvel was a church, I would be a preacher. I was very <laughs> adamant and like I was, I was drinking the Kool Aid and. Uh, you know, like after all Endgame, it's been it's been kind of sad, you know, because like it, it's very special what happened. Like you grew up with properties and as you got older, they threw more money at them. Like mm -hmm. that's that doesn't happen for, you know, a lot of generations of humans. That's never really it's kind of a first kind of thing that we got to see this this spectacle of like money just burning 24 frames per second yeah. uh, for things that we grew up with. And uh, it's just been hard for me to get into some of the Disney Plus stuff. Like uh, even Star Wars. Now that the Skywalker run is done, like it's been hard for me to like really... Mandalorian's been great. But, you know, like with WandaVision, it's been tough for me to get, you know... I climaxed already. I can't get hyped like yeah. I used to be. My boner's not that stiff anymore. Yeah, well, I think the end of... I don't know what we're calling it, but, like, the end of the first... I don't know if it's an era or a saga. Like, what would we call Endgame? Because from Iron Man to to Endgame, or I guess it would be Incredible Hulk to Endgame. I think, I think they're calling it a saga, the Infinity Saga. Yeah, so that first saga, man, they they got some shit... If they if they want to top that, especially with the climate now, where I don't think there's going to be this kind of money and this kind of ability to shoot, because you're talking back in these these some of these movies, you have a movie shoot with 500 extras, where the city's like, hey, you want to be in the new Marvel? I don't think you can really do that kind of shit anymore. Like, I have a friend who's in Spider-Man too, in like a city shot, you know, and I don't know if they like can they film movies like that anymore where they go to New York and they're like, we need to we need to fill Times Square and like or like football stadiums. Like we don't have I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea like what blockbusters are gonna look like anymore. And also with they the loss of revenue. They can't top it. They can't top it money wise. They yeah. can't throw more money uh to top the next saga. So, you know, it's it, gonna be really interesting. 
Exactly. With the loss of revenue from the ticket sales, which was the huge deal, like where's the money going to come to make these enormous movies? I think, I mean, I think the positive thing, though, is that with this challenge that they can't throw more money at the problem is that now they have to look like introspectively. How can we top it? You know, with like character development, how can we top it cheaply? CGI, green screen. Green by, Lantern. <laughs> by writing, by writing, you know, a good storyline, just a good script, good dialogue, so that there's rich character development, and like that's how you top it. And yeah. uh, you you make the characters as real as you can on paper, and you know you spend you don't have to spend uh, such a ridiculous amount of money to impress people because they're like, oh my god, that's my Spider Man, that's my yeah. Cap. Yeah, we'll see what the new Spider-Man. I still haven't seen any of the Fox Spider-Man, the Tom Holland Spider-Mans, but I want to. But they're not on Disney Plus yet, and I don't want to pay for them on Amazon yet. But they are. We'll see. The first one's pretty good. Um, the second one, they're they. I I like both of them in their own way, but they're not uh, perfect. I still love Tom yeah, Holland as Spider-Man. He's though. not like he's not like my definitive Spider-Man. He's like a modern day, like maybe ultimate Spider-Man mm-hmm. type yes. of uh, incarnation. But he's doing a great job. He's a good actor. Yeah. Does he have organic web shooters or or no? Or, he has or, mechanical. Oh, fucking yeah. awesome! Uh, yeah, we'll see. And he's also he's also uh, Nathan Drake, so he's gonna be Uncharted guy. <clears throat> I'm not sure how more how much more he's gonna grow. I'm not trying to shame him but he looks young and i believe he's over 19 so i don't know how young i don't know how much bigger he's gonna get because somebody who looks like a nolan north or something would be fitted to play like somebody who looks like i don't know what happened to men who look like men like harrison ford and kurt russell when they were like i I would have loved i would have loved a young harrison ford but not that young like jesus for for nathan drake he, he looks, looks so like young. a little dude, and it's like, uh, even if it's an origin story, um, he's a smaller guy, and it's and I know that this doesn't matter. You know, they can have, casting oftentimes with good actors and good writing and good directing, it it can still come out good. Like you know, Pedro Pascal is not necessarily what I think of when I see Joel, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna fucking kill that role, even though the show might be. I'm not really big into, but like. I'm pretty sure he's going to do a, an amazing job and do great. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I hear yeah, movie you. stuff. Yeah. Um, but this week, uh, video game-wise, same thing. I've been streaming. Uh, I fucked up. Just how we fucked up and started talking about Sekido and everybody started playing Sekido. I fucked up and started talking about Street Fighter. And now, <laughs> guess what? Now Paul's playing Street Fighter. And Seth's playing Street Fighter. And fucking, I hear whispers of Baka in the distance. And it's like, oh, fuck. So now Street Fighter's back into the fray. Um, so that's fun. Look forward to some more Street Fighter streams. Uh, I also have been playing some other games this week. Uh, let's see. been playing Sekiro on my off time, but not really. I have been playing DMC Devil May Cry Definitive Edition. Uh, it's a good game. I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. People really hated when it came out because they dubbed it like Emo Dante. But I will tell you straight up, I believe it's my favorite Devil May Cry game. I think the story is awesome. I think the gameplay is really awesome. 5 is a better game, but DMC... 5 is better mechanically and graphically, but DMC is better, I think, overall better. Uh, which is cool. So I've catch heard some of that, that actually, uh, and I've heard that if they just had designed 
uh, Dante better. <laughs> People would have loved that game. I like the way he looks. He looks like heroin chic. He looks like a fucking punky fucking I don't like his haircut. Dude. He needs longer hair. True. There's some other costumes, but I like him. His brother is basically V from V for Vendetta. It's really awesome. He has the mask and everything. And it's got a cool story. There's a cool character named Kat. She's this witch girl with a pentagram on her forehead. And she makes little portals for you to go into um, this alternate dimension called Limbo. And it's got really cool boss fights. Uh, look out for a video this week. I'm going to be fighting the Bob Barkas boss fight, which is basically... What's that guy's name? What's that? What's that? What's that? That pundit's name. The the the, the famous one. The one everyone hates. The... the Charlie the guy Kirk? with the, the loofah. The guy who's like, I'm going to loofah your body. Uh, um, Alex the Jones. The right-wing pundit. No, not Alex Jones. Uh, he is... He's the most famous one. Uh, what's his name? The I'm going to loofah you. I'm going to put a loofah in your... Watch, watch it. No, no, but it's like, it's like he's famous. Um, yeah. Anyways, it's like this um, this news guy who's like on fucking... Anyways, the Bob, if you look up DMC Bob Barkas fight, it's a really crazy, intense boss fight. The boss fights are really cool. You also get to fight um, Mundus' whore. She has a nightclub. That's going to be coming up this week probably as well, where the nightclub just turns into... It's like, man, it's crazy. Like, you want to do acid without doing drugs? Watch these boss fights. Um, Bill O'Reilly. That's what oh, it is. O'Reilly it's like, Factor, it's, yeah. it's like a oh. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, that so loofah. That loofah, dude. Yeah. So, like, <clears throat> you go into this alternate dimension. I'm just getting to that stage now. And this guy obviously controls. Like, this first boss I fought was complete ripoff of Futurama. It was they, they stole the idea of Slurm. You guys remember Slurm? Mm-mm. That from, was the Fut- soda. from Futurama. That was, that was the soda, right? Yeah, in Futurama, there was this soda that was sweeping the it universe, was, like Coca-Cola. Was the, the bomb, right? It was the mother with the, the, the three... Yes. Three. Yeah, so it's a soda that takes over the world. Everyone's upset, like Coca-Cola, basically. It's, a, it's an allegory for Coca-Cola and soft drinks, and everyone's obsessed with this drunk, just drink in Futurama, which is an incredible show. I'm, I'm sad you don't know it, because that show's really amazing. And in Futurama, when they got down to it, the secret ingredient of Slurm was this giant slug worm disgusting thing that was just like shitting out of its like imagine the alien queen the the xenomorph queen and you know when she's pooping out the eggs imagine if that was liquid and they were just putting that into coke cans and selling it to people that's really gross right well in this game it's called well maybe it's not how delicious is it well that's true we do drink milk maybe it's not gross we do pasteurize it though um but <laughs> that just reminded me of the <laughs> Portlandia skit where they're <laughs> selling How malt, delicious milk. is that alien shit? Yeah, so in uh, in DMC, you, there's this thing called, um, it's called like Vitality or something, and it's this soft drink everyone's obsessed with. But if you go into Limbo, which is an alternate dimension, there's this succubus under the ground, but she's a giant disgusting pus worm, and they're harvesting her pus juice from her sack to make this the soda and so they stole it completely from Futurama but when you get into the Bob Barkas which is basically the Bill O'Reilly he's the what's it called when you manipulate people with news propaganda guy and the boss fight spoilers is this crazy it's this crazy boss fight like if you look up 
DMC Bob Barkus boss fight. It's this crazy thing. It's one of the coolest boss fights of the PlayStation 3 generation. So I'm looking forward to be playing that this week, as well as the fight in the nightclub with Mundus's whore. Uh, so that's going to be great. Um, other than that, some Street Fighter. I did make the mistake of buying another anime game because your boy doesn't watch anime, but I keep buying weeb shit. And I bought My Hero One's Justice, the My Hero Academia game, because I wanted to play something cool. And my buddy Rom is in it, you know what I mean? And I'm like, let's go. He's not in the game, but he's back to go. And My Hero One's Justice did it again. It's one of those games where when you try to stream it, they turn your stream blue, they block out the audio, and they do not allow you to play it online. Now, they, you can play the game, but you can't play the story mode. Usually with some most of these games, it's mostly Sega and then also mostly just Japanese companies. Now, when you go into the story mode, they cut the audio and they cut the screen, they turn it blue. And usually what they'll do is they'll make you skip the cutscenes and they'll let you play the fights. This one, you can't even look at the menus. Like they don't want you to look at any of the content that's in the story section of the game when you're streaming it. Unless you have a capture card, obviously. But if you're using the PlayStation natively, they do not allow you, which is really a bummer because uh, uh, I, blindly, yeah, yeah. I blindly bought the game and mm. all of the DLC. It was on sale, so I paid like 25 instead of like 70 or some shit. Uh, but I was bummed because I bought it because I wanted to stream it, and it pissed me off. I can still... Aaron. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Just checking. I'm here. Oh, he's there. He Yeah, yeah. I tend to go off for a while. Um, I'm almost done. It's just this and then uh, Fist of the North Star, and then it'll be your turn, uh, Nate. Um, so My Hero One's Justice is another anime fighter um, a la Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games. Those games are a lot more deep. They play a lot better. There's a lot more nuance to them. This game is really simple. So I would say if you have younger siblings or kids, the My Hero games are great. They're super simple. It's one attack button, and then you have three special moves, and those are mapped to a button. They're very simple. There's not a lot of nuance, and there's not a lot of trickery. It looks really cool, um, but there's not much to them. But I do find it fun. I'm bummed that I can't do story mode stuff online because I wanted to stream that and share that because I know we have some you know listeners who are fans of anime and stuff like that. But I realized instead of buying a whole new game... I should have just kept playing Naruto because I have four of them. Uh, and the last game is I rediscovered Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise because I got past a, uh, a hole that I was in. And I really like this game. It's a um, chapter 7 of 10, but there's so much content. It's one of these games where when you beat the story mode, you probably have another 70% of content to go through. A lot of side quests, a lot of side things to do. Um, so I really, really enjoy it. It looks great. It's really fun to play. It's got a lot of mini games. I've been playing it a lot lately. So I'm playing that. And, um, I think that's about it. Other than that, I just fucking, I work, I stream and I play video games. I think that's about it. Um, I did play with one of our listeners, DKG, the other day. He called me out. Let's play some Street Fighter. Homie got handled. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're the homie. But you got handled. Straight handled, bruh. So here's the deal. Like I said, anybody out there want to play some Street Fighter, maybe some Marvel vs. Capcom 3, maybe some Tekken 7. Who knows? Come get handled. Come Just, catch these As hands. long as it's not Seth in Mortal Kombat. I don't want to play you in Mortal Kombat, Seth. Um, 
because Seth is really good at Mortal Kombat. But uh, but yeah, just having a good time, looking to get back into fighting games. So I'm going to be trying to stream a little more fighting games, getting a little better, because now that I've brought Caprio back, he was on last week, now that I've brought him into the fray, he loves to win, and for some reason he's really good. And he does not even care about Street Fighter, but he's good at it for some fucking reason. So, god damn it. Oh, I <laughs> forgot to mention, I did uh, stream Curse of the Dead Gods, a new roguelite. Um, oh, yeah, what did you think about that? I hated it for a second, and then I kind of got used to the differences between that and Hades. And I beat the first two of three bosses um, of, of the first tier. Um and it's pretty good. It's a it's a pretty good game. It's very similar to a um to you know Hades or any of those games, but um, you can buy some more permanent uh, upgrades and things, so it has more of a light to it than roguelike. You know, um, yeah, it's good though. The stream was uh from two days ago, so if you're wanting to see it, it's from you know this last week. Yeah, man. Yeah, it looked really neat. Uh, it definitely looked like it's cool to like to buy stuff. I don't mind buying games just to try them. Like, I doubt I'm going to play My Hero once Justice more than once or twice more. Hopefully I do because there's a leveling system. That's what caught me. I'm like, ooh, there's a leveling system. So now, like, I'm going to want to grind and power grind characters. But, uh, um, but yeah, um, it looked like – honestly, I looked at it. I'm like, this looks cool, but you have Hades. So – Go play Hades. I got but Hades. It does look I got cool. fucking Blasphemous. I got. I mean, Blasphemous is not, uh, you know, a. Uh, that's a slower light. game. That's a that's a Metroid. Yeah, it's a Metroidvania, a but it's just another game I need to get through. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, and I did buy another. I I was playing Azure Striker Gunvolt, you know, lately, and that's one and two, and there is a third game, but it was on sale, so I said, let me buy it now. It's Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger X. So I'll be playing that eventually? I don't know. I have hundreds of video games on my I'm looking at my list. I'm 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 creeping past four hundred. I have a problem. I keep starting games and not finishing them, but that's yeah. okay. That's what we're here for. Tune in to nerds uh, usually from eight to ten ish, eight to ten thirty ish. Then nerds after dark, aka I'm very good at video games, from around eleven to like two or three in the morning, and watch your boy play video games. I mean, you're that's very good, do. but I beat Sekido, so you did beat I'm Sekido. The ultimate, Fuck you. Uh, I'm the ultimate gamer. No one's ever beaten Sekido, so <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what it was. It was uh, it was we went a little bit long without uh, acknowledgement. Or verbal confirmation that Aaron was still here. <laughs> that so happens. I was afraid that he jumped out of the car and just left me here in this car driving down this road with you. So I had to make I'm sure. I'm driving. You're good. No, no, no. Yeah. So uh, sometimes because of Skype, Jesse can't hear me. Like it, it won't. He won't hear me talking until like two seconds into me talking. So it's hard sometimes. There's like a weird overlap. So yeah, a lot of times if it's his great job, if it's his week, and if it's something I don't, I'm not very knowledgeable about or whatever, like Devil May Cry or things like that. I just kind of let him go so that I don't interrupt and there's no overlap because you know if we're talking over each other, you can't really hear what's going on. And he's the I freaked out. I freaked out for a minute. I was like, is Aaron gone? Am I supposed to be driving this? Like <laughs> this guy's off the rails. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's something. And I'll just real quick for the listeners who notice, if they notice sometimes, sometimes Aaron gets railroaded. 
real I couldn't think of a fucking real gangbang joke. Um, but sometimes he gets railroaded and like covered up by people talking. First, there's a there's about a one and a half second or one I think there's about a three quarters of a second delay when we talk. Uh, and also besides that, for some reason when Aaron speaks, if any noise comes from me or or if any noise comes from the guest or I, it pulls Aaron's audio back and it causes him to get drowned out which sucks because i would imagine that the seed or the tr the foundation of where the files being recorded should be the root foundation because aaron do you ever notice people's voices getting pulled back when others start talking not at all i hear you guys perfectly okay because i've noticed that guests sometimes have told me like oh they hear it too like sometimes we'll talk and we hear you kind of like it's like a whisper in the back like it's so for some reason for us it's it's probably some automated shit that it kind of pulls you away so if like we're in the middle of saying something and you try to cut in we don't even hear you um and then it's no one's fault here or there but it's something that i'm starting to learn to do is to just kind of like pull back a little bit and wait for like a moment but this is complicated, you know. It's not that complicated, but we're very yeah, good at video games. Open up a couple windows for for Aaron to to give a little, you know. <laughs> open up some windows there to give a little input. Yeah, but I no, think, I know uh, it's been a while since I've been back. So, been a while, but I, I guess know. I've been back. So I know I'm coming in a little strong, critiquing everything, and and no, uh, that's what we need, man. That's what and we Aaron, like. If you could choke up on the mic a little, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Get up on that mic, god damn it. But uh, yeah, if I, th I think that's about it. Just games, you know, that I've been playing. And uh, one thing I will say is we haven't done it in a while, but fucking I'm tired of sitting on this shit. So at the end of today's episode, you guys are going to be getting another leaked song. We're almost finished. You're going to be getting Grand Design. You heard a little slip in the beginning. It's a heavy one, folks. But here's the deal. Not only is it a heavy one, it's also got some of the better cleans you haven't heard yet. It gets kind of dreamy near the end. But uh yeah, I've for missed, my dad. Man. I missed the first one. So what? What? What is this? Uh, I I was in a band. COVID killed a band that I was in for years, and we were going to release an, an an EP, and it it's a big long story, and it's a big clusterfuck. But what I've been doing over months and months is every now and then I'll release one of the songs from the EP that is never going to get dropped because I really like what we did, and we did good stuff. So that's awesome. I've what's, been leaking the band's what's the called. Feedback? What's uh, the feedback been like? Positive. We fucking, we fucking rip it, baby. We, nice. uh, yeah, your boy got pipes and we got shreddy shreds and big fucking great fucking bassy bass and drummy drums. Uh, I'm very, I, I love what we do, man. I love what we did. And I love, I'm very confident in the stuff that I've done in my life. And I just didn't want it to sit there and not go anywhere because everyone else just didn't care to lose these these songs that we worked on and i'm not getting into it but it has like some resentment into it you know like there was it was a, it wasn't the cleanest of breakups uh one day i will tell the story but not right now it wasn't oh. the cleanest of breakups and to the point to where like what i'm doing is i'm leaking our shit i'm leaking our music because no one's gonna fucking do it and no one cares to fight the one person who hijacked all our music so i'm like guess what dipshit they may not be the best mixes available, but it's all I have left. And you want to be a fucking baby and take your ball and go home? Well, guess what? I fucking made a cast of your mom's titties, and I'm about to go play with them <laughs> because I'm going to put out what I got. 
Like I have now, these mixes I'm, I'm of even, the songs. I'm even more excited now because of that story. Yeah. So uh, this week will be like so we've released we did release uh, from within officially on spotify and all things if you look up enter the crown on spotify the song is called from within we did officially release that through all proper channels and then COVID dropped and killed the band so since then i have also dropped and leaked a song called mirrors then i have another song called or we also made another song called grand design which i'm leaking today and if all goes well my babies next week we're gonna drop contrarian and contrarian is the is like probably the it's like the single and also, there is a full-on fucking music video that we shot with a fucking Oakley Red that we did at the fucking camera house I used to work at, and it's got fucking dope shit. I've been sitting with this fucking dope-ass music video for in my in my computer for years, and no one wants to fight to like drop this shit. So I'm just like, I'm just his, gonna drop it. So Nate, his band was like our Welcome to Tate's, where we kept talking about like, oh, it's coming out. It's coming out. It's going out. And then we, you know, it, we and eventually we released it, it out. but, you know, it was taking time. We were, you know, shit was happening. Like, I'm not saying you were like holding it back. It's just, he's been talking about this album for a long time. You know, like, I think it's not even an album. It's an EP. Yeah. You were it, talking like, about it on nerd. We were porn. promoting it in t- 2017. Yeah. You were talking about it before we switched to nerds. That's how long ago. Yeah. That was. <laughs> yeah, man. And we were done. We've been finished for years with it. And this one guy in the band was really, he's a real stickler for like mixing and everything has to be perfect and whatever. And I'm like, look, man, it'd be like if you were editing a, sh- a shot in a movie, right? And you're like, it's perfect. And then you realize, oh, but next week there's a new camera grading um, input where I can maybe get a deeper tone of black. You know what? Let's wait till next week because an update's going to happen. And we're like, but this one's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we wait next week for the for the new one, we can get a better tone. And it's like, no, you use that for the next project. This guy just kept being like, maybe I should re-record guitars. Maybe I should redo this. And we're like, dude, it's, it's, it's good. You yeah, have to release, uh, you right. have to release your product. He was so afraid of, of judgment from critics. I, I get it. I get it. He know. just refused for years and years. And it's like, this isn't even, the funny thing is this was an EP with five songs on it. One of them's an interlude. And we have another full album that's like an hour and 20-something minutes long that we didn't even get to. You can hear some of it if you look us up online. You can watch full, like you can watch like over an hour's worth of live footage, like a one-hour-long set of me fronting uh, the band online. You can go see what we did and hear songs that will never be recorded. But because of this one fucking dude, it was always held back, and he would never have the confidence he always thought i could make it better i could make it better i'm going to re-record the the this and we were like dude let's just release it and one day he just gave up and it's like a big it's a long story but like one day it was like especially with covid we couldn't we could no longer wasn't the best idea to get into a small room with fucking five dudes and scream and sweat around each other so that deteriorated into a point where he kind of took off and was like it's done and like I'm taking the shit and this is my project and whatever and I'll release it when I feel like it. But he went ghost and it's been over a year. So I'm just gonna drop the content that I have because I've been trying to contact him and I'm blocked. So guess what, homie? You're you being afraid of not releasing things you control. Now the only thing I have left are the unmixed versions of what you sent me over a year ago. And that's what people are gonna hear. So in the end. 
the nerds get to win. You get to hear some fucking shreddy shreds and hear me do roar roar. That's awesome. So yeah, so it's fun. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. I'm I'm confident about it. I like the shit. I like to share it with with listeners, and I want them to enjoy it. You're doing you're doing the right thing. It's uh you know you guys you guys worked really hard on it. I know it's easy to, uh, it, it is a lack of confidence. You know because you're not confident about it. Like oh god, oh, this or that. You're just making excuses. And I think it's uh, the fear of critique. Because he's confident, he's just afraid of being. And it's like that's the point, dude. That's uh, no, you're that's, not. You're not always not, perfect. That's not confidence. If he's afraid of critique, truth, truth, truth. Because yeah. he's afraid that someone's gonna be right. And that's the good thing. You can yeah. be. You can you, be wrong. You can yeah, fuck up sometimes. That's it. Yeah, so, yeah. You, that I was afraid of that. You, know, you just gotta. But you, you're doing what you gotta do. You just gotta put that stuff out there. And that's that's where I fucked up. I didn't from day one. I just should have been releasing like, oh hey, here's all the shots. This is what we shot today. Just releasing all the stuff as we went. Yeah, because um, I mean, editing it together would be you know the the difference, yeah. right? But you know, we just you know it was you definitely <laughs> thought it was gonna take less time. I think that's you know the thing is like vi- visual effects take a long ass fucking time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's it for my week. Yeah, uh, similar. Um, so, I mean, we're just moseying on it over to you, Nathan. How's your last time been? What you been up to? Uh, a whole lot of work. You know, I guess, you know, been uh, we we talked briefly. Uh, what, what, what we just talked about, you know, taking action and all that stuff. I have been outlining what I want to do for the year. Uh, the scripts, uh, basically it's coming down to what does Nathan want to do with his life? Is he going after it? Not really. I mean, he made welcome to Tate's and then he kind of gave up because a couple people had a bad reaction to it. A couple people didn't like it. He hasn't yeah. really been going after what he likes. So, you know, I have a, like, I outlined like 12 scripts that I want to like, some of them are with Aaron, some are with Larry, some are with some other friends and, you know, 12 scripts that I want to get done this year and have written and just get the balls a moving, start releasing nice. shit. Um, so yeah, me and Larry, we're almost done with the script and, uh, and then hopefully we can, uh, I can move on to some, some of the good ideas that Aaron you guys are very lucky to have Aaron on your podcast. He's a funny, he's a funny dude. He is a uh, best kept secret in South Florida in the comedy scene of South Florida. Go ahead and hit him with my <laughs> classic line. Look at my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, man. He's my best friend. Very Nate, lucky. by the way, was very excited about my red beanie. We met up for lunch like last weekend. <laughs> Man, I was like, Corona's no done this boy right. Beautiful hair, <laughs> gorgeous complexion. I was like, "Man, this guy came out of quarantine like uh, a you goddess." You can thank Paul Rudd for that, bro. You can thank Paul <laughs> Rudd for his complexion. Yeah, baby, <laughs> moisturizer. Yeah, you gotta listen to the the Beauty Guides podcast to get that little tidbit. Yeah, we met up to, to eat. I came out like a troll. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen anyone in months, you know. I was throwing shit at people. Excuse me, sorry. I mean, cursing a little bit too much, sorry. Uh, um, no, we are explicit, baby. Oh, oh yeah. okay, great. 
I was throwing my pee-pee and doo-doo at people. Uh, what I, the I frick, know, dude? I, I didn't even curse. That, I went, that was... <laughs> but yeah, it was nice. Uh, how was... So I guess that's my... Since last time I saw you guys, just been... Oh, well, uh, also work full time. Or just anything, for, yeah. Anything you want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, yeah, we met up for a No, lunch. wait, you were saying something, working full-time. Yeah, I, I work full-time for this uh, this YouTuber guy, Grant, uh, Grant Cardone. So all day I'm editing, like, motivational videos about how people make more money and uh, do all this stuff. And it's, uh, you know, you kind of you reflect uh, day in and day out, you know, doing that type of work because everybody's trying to just get better get better at their life and you know kind of it's hard not to reflect on your own oh so when you i didn't know okay i didn't know that when you said you work in the okay nice dude yeah i was I'm not telling... familiar i don't think i'm familiar with his stuff let me see i probably am what's he look like oh i am familiar with that fucking guy you edit his videos yeah very cool man i heard i a, guess uh... through osmosis you probably uh learned some shit from yeah i learned a lot it's been great Go ahead, Aaron. You I heard a lady from? talking shit about his boss randomly as I was walking out of a coffee shop <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you know, nice. what are you going to do? That's going to happen. Someone's always talking shit. I mean, I'm walking around. I'm always talking shit. Me too. Talking shit right Same. now. Same. Yeah. Actually, I think this is the first episode in a while I didn't talk shit about any other podcast. And, I, and you know what? For anybody listening who notices I do that, it's out of a place of love. Because I do listen to predominantly only, like, mostly all I listen to is gaming and comedy podcasts, but mostly video game podcasts. And I give them a hard time. Like, there was, I was going to do a little, another Jesse Hates How People Pronounce Things segments. I won't say who or what, but someone, like, Aaron, what's the first boss you fight in Demon Souls? The thing with the shields and the, the spears coming out of it? It's a formation that... Oh, the phalanx. Yeah. This guy goes phalanx. Oh boy! And I'm just like, you know what? Phalanx isn't a very old word. Yeah. We understand the etymology and the pronunciation. It's not phalanx, but yeah. fine. <laughs> Sorry. I never knew how to pronounce that because there was a, uh, you know, that was a villain in uh, the old X Force comic days. Yes, uh, phalanx. Generation, yeah. Generation X, and you know. It was, and I, yeah, I never knew how to really pronounce it because you know you just read it most of the time. Um, I remember that character. I learned that uh, character from the comic cards, the comic book cards. Um, I think there was a there was a whole phalanx. Like, let me look it up. I think there was a whole like thing, like a whole arc. The phalanx covenant. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, nineteen ninety four. Yeah, 94. Very cool. Speaking of comic cards, someone just tell, did tell me there's a current boom going on with like 90s comic book trading cards where they're selling like hotcakes right now for a lot. And I have like 20 full sets of comic cards, but I don't sell my shit. That, so. That's with, with a lot of stuff right now with uh, Pokemon cards and baseball cards. and They're all going up in value tremendously. Crazy, yeah. I guess collectibles are going up, but um, I even though I have a I have a very large amount of 
Sup, everybody. I have the greatest collection, the most extensive collection of collectibles. Um, I have a lot of collectible shit, but I just don't like records, comics, cards. I, I don't really sell my shit. I'm too lazy to sell it. I guess maybe one day if I'm... Well, I mean, you're not collecting if you're selling it. You know, there's the collectors and then there's the flippers, you know, the... Yeah, I don't, I don't flip them. Yeah, I collect things. I don't. I don't collect. I don't buy anymore. But I hoard them. I don't really. I don't like. I don't like getting rid of them. I don't like because they might go to somebody who's not going to appreciate it. I. I don't. I, know. I don't really do either. I collect certain things, but I don't have like a specific. You know, like I have all the Souls games and have multiple copies of all that, but I'm not like I have every collectible figure they've made or whatever. I now have every uh, collector's edition except for Demon Souls and then the Bloodborne one that was UK only. I'm keeping an eye out for that, but like, I don't know. I now can at least say (laughs) I like Sekido enough to warrant having a statue of him in my house. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a night that was! It's so funny. I watched it because I put it up as a highlight. So like, I went to uh, the nerds page last night because you were going to stream, and I thought you were already streaming. I was laying down, so I was just going to turn it on, and then that popped up, and it was like the moment where I'm like, "Second, oh, it's done," and you're like, "Oh, thank God, I couldn't listen to you get <laughs> mad anymore." <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't so I wasn't like happy for you for like having beat it. I was happy that I didn't have to watch you fight that dude anymore. I'm like, thank God that we don't have to like I just felt so bad. I felt so terrible cuz it was painful, man. It's it was hard. And it's yeah, rough. It's it's a motherfucker, but it's done. Uh I do feel sad that it's done in some ways just of having a a goal, you know what I mean? Like like I said yeah. last week it is it's weird when you do something that you're like, one day I'm gonna do it, and you finally do it. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's done. Now, now, what's my next goal? You know? Yeah. And but how yeah. much, how much fun did you have chasing it, though? Not oh, a lot. God, not a lot. <laughs> that, game's, that game's torture. That game's fucking. So there torture, were two bro. bosses that were absolute torture for me. The first one, I thought, oh my god, I, like that was so bad. Nothing will be that bad, and it was. Uh, it was like maybe 10 tries, 15 tries. And I was like, man, that took me forever. and Nothing's ever going to be that bad. And when I beat him, I got good. It was one of those things I just had to fight him the right way. Like I had to sit and parry the right moves and jump over this move and do this Makiti counter here and all this shit, right? So I'm like, oh, well, now I've understood the game. I can do this shit. I beat all the rest of the bosses like after that easy peasy, dude. Then I got to the last boss, and it took me easily, I don't know, 100 tries, 150 tries. <laughs> and yeah, it was like two days. There. Some probably run 100 tries. Yeah, it was two days of just like me just trying and trying and failing and trying and failing. And then getting to like the final, the final form and being like, hell yeah. And then dying and then having to go through three fucking phases every time. And you have to fight. A separate boss completely who has a different moveset and everything to start the fight. You have to beat this one boss. He's just one form and it's it's pretty easy, but I kept getting into this hook where I'd be like, I gotta get I gotta get back to, you know, Ishin and I'd try to fight Genichiro and he'd kill me. Like there's a right before I beat the game, he beat me eight times straight and he's I, I could beat him with my fucking eyes closed for most of that like most of the tries, you know? 
and then just randomly it would be like oh no now i don't know how to play this game anymore so yeah but yeah it it was fun in some ways and and it is a rewarding game in a lot of ways there's just i think everyone will have um you know a boss or two that's just the fucking wall you know yep it's every souls game the ape dude the ape i was like he was really hard he took me about five tries um how dare you well he he was hard. i gave up after two weeks mm, no he might have been 10 tries because i remember i was on i was on uh discord with um the slobs and um they were like laughing at me because i'm like this i don't understand i just don't see the path to beating him because he's just chaos it's there's his moveset seems like chaos but there are some baitable moves and you can do things like once i learned if he throws his shit at you you jump Always jump out of the way, basically yeah, jump toxic. in any direction, whatever. And once he jumps in the air, he's going to slide forward and you can parry that. And then there's a four hit combo. And if you parry the last two hits, he does an, uh, an a guaranteed stand up and slam. And if you just parry that, you get an opportunity to stab him with the spear and pull his centipede out. Right. And that does huge posture damage. Like if I knew that, I would have fucking like. I would have been able to whip his ass way sooner. Like the two ape fight, I beat the brakes off of easy peasy first try, like easy clap. Crazy. But then I remember because I was I was like, how dare Seth? He said that the the double ape is harder, and you were like, yeah, that's crazy. But then you told me like, yeah, the, the double ape is actually way easier. Way easier because the first um the first the first form that you fight is the headless one so then you beat the first uh bubble of him and then a smaller first form ape with like a, you know living ape comes through and pfft, that's like a four hit kill you can you can literally bait him into doing this one move that like stuns him and then you just hit yeah. him like three or four times and he dies and then so the first ape is just a full on fully formed yeah like the full version of it and the second one is just you, you just got an ad, basically you have a high level ad thrown in on on the screen yeah uh, so anyways sekido is done i'm tired already <laughs> i'm already tired like, you I should see a... what it looks like it's, oh dude it's terrifying. the ishin fight though if you want to watch stressful shit that <laughs> fight and then i'm telling you i said it before i wish this guy would listen to the or this guy or girl would listen to the podcast someone came into the chat you know, random viewer and oh, was like, yeah. just get in his face. Never <laughs> stop being in his face. And I'm like, it's impossible. I tried that. And he fucked me up. And then I, was, I died. And I'm like, you know what? Just because you said it. I mean, you're here. Why not? Right. I was like, let me go try. And I got all the way to the f- third phase, like just doing exactly Dude, what this guy said. And I was like, shit. You know, if I would have been if I would if I wasn't such a dumb dumb and I knew how to use admin stuff, I would have deleted that comment because <laughs> you're having like the worst time of your life and he, he goes just learn his pattern and stay in his face and i was like that's just gonna make aaron so mad <laughs> and i was like don't say that because that's like just saying like dude just get good yeah but and in the end it was true just get see, in his face if and someone, stay in his fucking face if someone tells me actual strategies right like yeah i i was like there's that's impossible like that doesn't work i tried it I took his advice, but if you just say like "get good," like that's the shit that pisses you off. It's like, okay, I mean, that literally helps no one. That's trolling, literally, yeah. just the definition of trolling. Yeah. But yeah, you did it, 
and not it is, yours. It you does know. count. It does count as a comment. It does count as a viewer and a comment. You know, God bless them for coming in <laughs> and saying get good. Why don't you stay? Stay for a while. Stay Tell a me while. Get good again and listen. Um, <laughs> no one random really. If they come in, they don't talk. Except we got. I got raided the other night randomly by a guy with three viewers and he actually talked to us uh his name was stolen xp so if you guys are fans of us on twitch please go follow that guy um, yeah i did see that it was pretty cool and he came in and talked and then he watched you playing he was still in there oh he did yeah he watched me play fist and Northstar. that's not very fun yeah all right so why don't we jump into the news um, yeah, a couple of news things so continuing on blizzcon last week we had um just some small Diablo 4 stuff came out. Um, they uh, put out a cinematic trailer uh, teaser. I'm going to sneeze. Fuck. Uh, Do it. For the, um, for the Rogue, which is one of the... I think there's one class left to be revealed. So they revealed the Rogue class, which is a throwback to Diablo 1. And it's kind of a blending of what seems to be like the Amazon from Diablo 2, the Assassin from Diablo 2, and the Demon Hunter a little bit. There's like... A couple of ways to play it. Um, thank God Diablo 4 is going with a use different weapons for different classes kind of system. Because like 3 was like, if you're a demon hunter, you just shoot things. There's no build to be like a melee demon hunter, right? Which would have been fucking cool. Yeah. Um, it was just very restrictive. So now it seems like whatever. The class looks really cool. Um, Diablo 4 is really shaping up, man. I'm, I'm cautiously excited because we're going to talk about Bioware in a second. But Blizzard was on a path that I was like, they're the new Bioware. They're going to suck dick. Everything they do is going to suck, and I'm just sad. Then they released the, you know, Diablo 3 came out, and that was what broke me. I was like, oh, Blizzard's dead. And then they did Reaper of Souls, and that actually fixed a lot of problems, and it's it's made yeah, Diablo 3 a, a good game. Um, And now Diablo 4 is looking really good. Um, But then they did Diablo Immortal, and they did the Don't You Guys Have Phones thing, and I was like, oh, I guess they still suck. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the don't you guys have phones thing was pretty gnarly. Yeah, dude. Do you guys? (laughs) I think it's do you guys? It's do you guys not have phones? That was the actual quote. It's like no, we have phones. We just don't want to play shitty phone games. The best is one of the. I think his name is Raycon, another like ARPG uh, YouTuber. He's the guy that said, "Is this an out of season April Fool's joke?" No. <laughs> which is what spawned that comment and it's just funny because his voice <clears throat> cracked when he said it like he you could tell he was really nervous um and then they did that and it ruined everything that guy's not even on the team anymore um but speaking of ruining everything uh bioware has announced that anthem next or 2.0 is canceled so they're literally not doing anything with anthem they're not going to fix it they're not going to do anything with it that game died on the vine yep and i just want to say for all the people who called me a fucking hater said i just don't like fun games whatever i fucking told you so i played the beta for anthem you remember they did a pre-order beta yeah immediately canceled my pre-order i played it for 30 minutes and i was like oh this is a bad game this is an empty shell of a game that looks nice has nothing to yeah. it and that's i feel like outriders is like these looter shooters they it's like they they just think if they make a game where you shoot at things and loot comes out of it, you're it's gonna be a success. And that's not how gaming works. You know what no. I mean? Just how I brought up earlier, Space Lords. If you look at that game, 
it looks really cool. It's a really, I'm going to re-download it and I'm actually going to play it. Amazing um, on, segue. Ama- amazing tie back. <laughs> yeah. Just like that, dude. It's, it looks really great Has great character designs, got pretty cool gameplay, but it just didn't work for some reason. Not everything's going to be like successful, you know, like not whatever. You get the point. I don't, I don't have to make allegories and shit. Not every boob well, job is going to land you a fucking job. Like, you know, I'm like, you know, same shit. Like, I don't know. Blow but, job, still a job, but, uh, no, no, no. So the thing about looter shooters is Borderlands one and two worked. I mean, three is arguably a terrible game. Uh, I know some people like it, but it is another fart in the wind. Like, do you hear people talking about fucking Borderlands three? No. Two, no. I think, is the pinnacle of that series, and it's because it was super well written. The classes had variety. I still think someone needs to make a looter shooter where melee classes are actually worthwhile. They're called schluters. Schluters. Like, <laughs> make it so that there's variety in classes. In Destiny, every class is the same. You just have a different ultimate ability. And that's the same thing in fucking Borderlands. Like... Every class just has guns and shoots things and then does a different ability. That's it. Just one or two abilities are different. It's like, that's not enough. You know what I mean? Like You need variety. And yeah. how, would you, uh, how would you make it if you had the keys to the kingdom? So for me, it would be, you know, different range varieties of characters, right? Like long range, mid range, melee. Have all of those. Have... Uh, utility for each have something that they can do that other classes can't do. Maybe reach a certain part of the map, or you know, have some verticality for certain characters. Like you're say, describing Apex. No, 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 no. I mean, yes, but <laughs> I, yeah, but Apex is a PvP game. But I'm Apex talking did, about it's doing really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, like, if you're gonna make a looter shooter that's PVE, right? Player versus environment, like players just killing shit for loot to like kill shit for loot and do different dungeons and stuff like a write the game well b design fun dungeons to do and things to do at all levels and all 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 time periods of game right so 10 hours in five hours in 100 hours in have different things you can do right b have actual class variety have people want certain classes you don't want anything in a group you just get groups like in those games there's no community it's just like you load up a queue, you get in a thing, you run straight, shoot things, it's done, right? There is yeah. you know, there's variety to certain aspects of the the things that you're doing, but like seemingly just that, right? Like just the thing. So you should want people to heal. There should be fucking dedicated healers that shoot as well, but maybe they don't do as much damage. They do not do well outside of a group, but they heal. And there should be guys that are melee fighters that get aggro and do things like make it an rpg dude that's they're supposed to be but also have shooting and have guys that are melee guys have shotguns as well like have them have melee abilities and and weapons that you can farm as a melee guy like a sword an axe a fucking hammer a sword and shield whatever grappling hook or some shit have a pistol or a shotgun or, or grenades or things they can do like you know if you're gonna make it make it i get that i don't know but anthem's canceled basically they're gonna Keep the game running as it is, but I mean they're not going to add anything to it, and they've literally added barely anything. Like they added that Bro. cataclysm event; it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, um, it's super stupid. I'm looking at three physical copies that I bought. <laughs> I mean, it was on sale for two bucks. Three, I think, I think three dollars, two ninety nine. Um, at GameStop for a weekend, so I was like, 
I was like, oh, you know, they're going to make it better. This is probably like over six months ago. So I bought like I think I bought five or five copies and I gave a couple away. And then I have like extras. I was like, I'm just going to start giving these to people because like they're going to fix Anthem and it's going to be awesome. And I I did my first night of playing Anthem and I was like, wow, this is some Iron Man shit. Graphics look great. Combat's not bad. Customization is cool. Let's go. And then I played online and I was like, okay. So I see how this is just a bare bones piece of shit game with really bad design, but like they're fixing it though. So like, and something in my brain was like, yeah, but a game can't look and feel this good and still be bad because playing, controlling your javelin, AKA your Iron Man suit feels really cool. And you have really cool shit and it looks really cool. And the monsters are cool and you get to kill monsters and you get to do stuff with your friends. There's not enough monsters. Like, there's, like, five different things. It's, it's almost like Destiny in that way, where they were like, hey, here's these four yeah. alien races that have three varieties of yeah. monsters. Goodbye. There's, like, mosquitoes, rabbits, pigs, and then, like, an ogre and a bigger ogre, and that's it. But it feels fun to play. And, like, oh, I have a flamethrower, and I have this, and this is cool. I thought there's no way a game could have put – they could have put – how can you put so much into a game to make it feel this fun, but, like, no content like have like you're not even you know it's not crazy? even like they're smart enough to bite other games rip off other games for cool ideas that the game was just nothing you know what's crazy the iron man shit the feeling like iron man was a late game addition they literally tested it with like some executives at bioware or at ea and the guy was like hey the best part is when you do the little flying sections because you would not fly for very long and only certain javelins did i believe and so then they retooled the entire game around that concept yeah i th- I'm sorry. I, th- I think I think jetpacks were like, not everyone had them, and in the end they were like, just give everybody jetpacks. See, but that's another thing they should have done is had two of the javelins be able to fly, one be able to fly long term, one be able to fly in short bursts, and then the other two, one be fast and jump high, and then the big tank guy just be kind of slow with boosts, right? But yeah. <clears throat> able to take a lot a of hits, like. I remember in Destiny thinking, I'm going to be a guardian and I'm going to be the tank. Like, I'm going to be able to get up front and take damage so that the other guys can kill things. Literally, everyone takes the same amount of hits. Like, if you get more hits as a guardian, it's like two. You know what I mean? It's like fucking useless. But anyways, speaking of Bioware sucking dick, they also came out and stated that they've decided to shift Dragon Age, the next Dragon, Dragon Age 4, more towards (sighs) a polished single-player experience rather than a -a games-as-a-service title mid-development. And apparently this, Wait, no, that stemmed, good. apparently this stemmed from the success of Jedi Fallen Order. No, no, this is not good. A, they had already said they were going to make Dragon Age a more classic uh, CRPG-style game, more akin to Dragon Age Origins. They had listened, quote-unquote, to the fans. So now to hear that they were making this as a service game, and they're now going to oh, shift... Oh, what you said sounded opposite. It sounded like what you said was it was a single-player game, and now they're turning it into an MMO. Well, no. So they originally said it was going to be a single-player game. They were making it as a games as a service, live, you know, fucking sell you every piece of the game. Yeah, with, fuck you with, for that. Yeah. Multiplayer. And now they're going to switch back. So now you're telling me you're going to somehow retool an entire game to go backwards. It doesn't work. What's the last game that did it with? Was uh, Torchlight 3. Kingdoms of Amalur. Yeah. Well, Amalur was different. They were building Kingdoms of, of Amalur Reckoning was always they meant to be a uh, single-player game. No, no, no. They were always going to make a single-player game. They had another project called Copernicus, which was an MMO okay. to be 
existing in that world, but separate from the single player game. There was no crossover other than that you're in that world. Uh, okay. It's in the or in the same universe. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. So fuck Bioware. Right, They're trash. No, it's fine. Um, we also got the state of play. A Sony a little half hour state of play. Nothing really major, um, but they did announce that they're making a Final Fantasy VII Remake PS5 version, which will be uh, coming out this year. And um, people who already own Final Fantasy VII Remake on PS4 will get a free upgrade. Uh, and it will come. I think it's called Reintegrated or something something like that. Um, oh, it's called Integrate. Integrate. It's, it's also going to have a new... Uh, the PS5 version will have... A new segment where you play as Yuffie, uh, and you're in her along with some guy named Soma. Yeah, which or something like that. Well, which because... I'm like, dude, why couldn't you do... like why? They... Don't bring a new dude in here. Well, go. Well, ahead. this is I'm... a side gotta, story. Gotta, this is bef- this this is like a segment because there's yeah. some, there's some shit. Well, with this Final Fantasy VII shit. So this is uh, a side story prior to her meeting up with Cloud and. And it's a squad, so it's when she's in her Wuhan or what is it called? Yeah, no, what she's in her in a Moogle outfit. I don't know, but it's it's her with her ninja crew um, before, yeah. and they they were just materia thieves. Oh, Wu Tang, Wu Tang, there Wu-tai. you go, yeah, yeah, Wu Tang, Wu Tang, Wu Tang forever. Yes, there is a Jizza, the old dirty bastard, Raekwon, the chef, uh, Inspector Deck. Yeah, you, you, there was a vinyl version of Liquid Swords that came out with a with a chessboard. Anyways, sorry, go ahead, Aaron. Um, <laughs> he knows about those Liquid Swords. Don't even play. He slangs them. He's still pumping them out. He's a he's a far shot. Mine just dribbles. Oh yeah, I'm a shooter, bro. Yeah, mine just gets on my knuckle. I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a lie. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Two truths and a lie, baby. Uh, two truths and another embarrassing truth that I'll later say was a lie. Um, yeah, no. So that's the big news, and uh, people are pissed because they also announced that I believe next month or is it April? It's, um, this, it's next week. Okay, uh, March. March uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake will be free on uh for PlayStation Plus subscribers, but. If you have the free version, you do not get a free upgrade to the PS5 version, which is like, yeah, duh. They're just going to give you, like, they're saying, hey, if you already paid for the game at launch and you paid $60 or whatever, you paid $30, whatever you got it for, we're going to give you a free upgrade. If you, you know, if you buy a PS5 and you want to play it on there, you're going to get the upgrade for free because it doesn't necessarily cost them any money. They're not pressing discs for it, you know? Yeah. But they're not just going to give you. Also, by the way, if you have the. The, the the version that comes out next week and you have a PS5 you can still play it yeah it's just not You're gonna just have not the playing the the I mean the Yuffie version so well go ahead because I well you're, I, you're I, still gonna I, see those fucking textures do you remember that door yeah and those pipes some of the worst textures I've ever seen in a video game yeah so so yeah Go ahead. Um, you can talk about the shit ahead. I didn't see. Okay, so yeah, so this is what's happening is like Aaron just said, is they're going to be giving us Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, along with some other games that I'll go over in a second. If you get the Final Fantasy Remake version, you do not get the upgrade. And people are crying. But one, two, three, four. There's four games this month. Usually it's three. They're adding an extra game. It's an extra game. It's free. Stop being so fucking gimme gimme. 
I'm so sick of this gimme gimme culture. It goes back to the GameStop shit that we were talking about where everyone uh, I won $75 for this copy of Madden 2001. Fuck you. People don't understand economy and retail and reselling and shit. Like, look man, and even with this, now we're getting into digital economy, which is different. Like No, but I mean that's part of the uh that's part of the economy too, though. Like the whole yeah. process of people trying to get it cheaper. That's a necessary part of uh, of determining the price and value. Like people need to be like, I want to, I want seventy five dollars for this game. That's you know, we need that to happen. Yeah, we, I, I feel you. I mean, good, well, there's different people. There's people that I see that see a game come out and they go, Oh, that looks awesome. I'm gonna wait till it's on sale. You know who I am, and I'm broke. And this is probably why I'm broke. Because if I see a game that I want to play and it's on sale, let's say it's a twenty dollar game and it's on sale for fifteen. And I notice that sales over in two days. I'll wait two days so I can give them twenty instead of fifteen for it. Somebody may, may call me stupid for that, but it depends. If it's shovelware, I don't care. But if it's a company that I care about, like a smaller company or even a big company like Capcom or SNK, I'm gonna give you. I want to give you what you deserve because I feel better. Like I don't really like nickel and diming, and sometimes when I see. I will always take advantage of a sale. I mean, I recently did with the My Hero stuff. But this whole thing where they're crying because Final Fantasy VII is going to be free, but they're not going to get the upgrade. It's like, fuck you. You got a PS5. No one's got a PS5. Also, there's no PS5 shit out. Like, I get it. I get it. You want to support You want to support the creators you love and like. And, you and know, also, like just it. don't be a greedy bitch. Like, everyone wants everything at a discount. Yeah, so well, he so wants everything for free. Your your friends, right? It's like, come on, man, give me the give me the the brother dis the friend discount, you know? Like if that's it's... The, yeah, that's the worst one. If you have any friends who are artists or creators, pay them gotta... more than what they ask for, even if it's a dollar more. Don't ask your friend to hook you up. That's like when you're a creator or an artist, people just want it. They want your shit for free, you know? Like they were blessed to get. Welcome to Tate's Room. They can just go to YouTube and watch it, you know? But it costs you guys time and money to do that shit. And Yeah, and if we're like a little indie developer making a tiny little game, you know, of course. But uh, how do you feel? Do you support like AAA games or like some of the bigger bigger titles? Or, or is just towards just indie games that you kind of pay no, for? No, unfortunately, unfortunately, like, and I don't even know why I'm saying unfortunately, but when, when God of War Rag... When God of War Ragnarok comes out, I'm going to pay $60 for it. I'm not going to nickel and dime it. Very unfortunate. It's going to be $69.99 because it'll be a PS5 game. I'm going to give them their money for it. No, it's going to be PS4 and PS5. All right, so real quick. The problem with GameStop, and this is why people get upset, is because they can walk over to the used game section and see exactly how much they're going to make off of it, and they can see the conversion and the profit margin that GameStop is making off of them. So it's like... I'll give you two bucks, and then you go over and it's thirty nine ninety nine used, and you're like, "Oh, it's not going to be that big of a jump. It's not going to be two dollars. Pretty big jump. It, it can be a big jump, but it's not going to be. They're going to give you two and sell it for forty. If they give you five dollars, they're probably going to sell it for seventeen ninety nine. And I've that sucks. Definitely sold them games. That's why I stopped giving them games. Like I was just like, I'll just save for a week and then have the money they're going to give me. Because or, you, or you could just sell it on your own. Yeah. Yes. Or I'll just Correct. give it away. Like, if I'm going to give it to GameStop for them to make, you know, 150% profit margin, they can suck my dick. It's more I'll than that. Give, it's yeah, more it's, than that. Yeah, it's huge. 
Uh, so they can suck my dick. I'll just give it to someone. I'd rather yeah. give it away and make zero money than sell it, to, quote unquote, sell it to GameStop and give them money. Yeah, I already depending gave on... them money in that case usually. Yeah, depending on well, there's one thing. If you're an independent seller and you have the time um, and the consciousness and the self-awareness to sell something online, you can make your money back. I'm too lazy to do that. So I'll never do that. So that's why I won't make the money. But knowing the numbers and seeing the numbers, basically, let's take this back 10 years. Basically, if you were to sell a game to GameStop for $5, they're going to sell it for about 20. So you get about 25% of the value of what they're going to sell it, which is a dick move, but they're giving you, you don't have to sell it to them, you know? So it's a trade-off. You know how um, lazy I am, speaking of? I just gave away my old PS4. Like, I could have sold it for a <laughs> nice. hundred bucks or for whatever, and just made some money back. But a friend of mine was like, "I haven't had a console since GameCube," and I was like, "Get your life!" Oh, that's awesome! Get your like, life, Get baby. Your Let's life. go. Come back. Come to the future. Yeah. So I gave my PS4, my Destiny Taken King Edition one, which those the white one, the white one with the the engraving with the with the, the with, with like the 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 cap the the what's that thing called that tells the Earth magnetism compass looking yeah, shit on yeah. it. The gold I feel, like, I feel like that's a combination of uh, maybe lazy and also being generous. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Plus, um, you know, it was Leah and her boyfriend, and I love both of them. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to waste time trying to sell it. And, you know, I'm not going to. Most of the people I know who game aren't going to want a PS4. You know what I mean? I know one or yeah. two people that would have taken it and probably sold it and, you know, been kind of. Skeevy, so <laughs> instead I was like, I'll give it give it to Leah and then hold it over her head every time you see her. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. uh, the only thing I do is ask if he's played any games because he hasn't gamed in so long. I'm like, bro, and he said last time I saw him, he's like, oh, dude, I got Persona 5, and I'm like, oh my god, you're <laughs> like, you're good for like 200 hours, dude. You're gonna be playing, yeah, that's what I do sometimes if I give somebody a game or something like that. is I'll be like, just shoot me your PlayStation Network, and like when I let like uh, when I used to make fun of that um, that fake gamer girl that I worked with, who's whack as fuck, fucking rabbit, and I let this bitch borrow a couple of games, I would check her profile, and I know that a couple of trophies pop once you start the game. And yeah, I'm they like, always give you one I for let just you getting through the like load screen. All these. Wait, go ahead again. I said they usually give you a trophy for just like getting through the first load screen. Yeah, and I'm like, we. I talked to you for so long about games, and you're like, yeah, I'm a gamer. And like, I like curated a list. I'm like, I told her about it, and I'm like, you haven't even installed these games yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> give them back. But anyways, uh, did you did you say that to her? Yeah, we're not friends anymore. We don't talk anymore. I haven't spoke. She was one of my really good what friends. You- what did she say when you were like, you haven't even installed these games? I don't want to get into this shit. I have coworkers that listen to this show. All right. Well, speaking um, of not friends so, anymore, uh, Superman. No, I just want to get to oh. the PS Plus. The, the well, games because that where, us. where my mind went was that maybe you were looking at the wrong gamer profile. No, maybe... no, 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 no. It wasn't that. But with the Final Fantasy shit, we're getting Final Fantasy VII Remake for free for Plus. We're also getting Maquette. Which is a PS5 game, I believe, or maybe it's also a PS4 game. No, Maquette, Maquette is a is a PS5 game. It's a first person puzzle art game. Uh, something called Farpoint. 
And then we're also getting Remnant from the Far Ashes. Farpoint is which a VR is, shooter. Yeah, which is a Dark Souls... Wait, what shooter? Farpoint is the VR shooter. It's like Call of Duty for oh, okay. VR. Oh, okay, it's a VR game. And then uh, Remnant from the Ashes, which is Dark Souls. But shooting, which looks very cool. But the, the, ad, the ads... You can run out of ammo, so the way the game fixes that is by just having random, like, you know, fodder enemies always come out, and that's how you get extra ammo and that supposedly what i've been hearing is what ruins the game it's a really cool game but the fact that there's an infinite spawn of ads everywhere and especially with boss fights it kind of just kind of cheapens and fucks the game up you should definitely play it jesse i still oh i'm gonna I play still have it installed it. so i can try and yeah we're gonna out. co-op it yeah we're gonna play that i definitely want to play it. i'm not i'm not afraid of ads if i have a friend with me because one of us could be like, I'll go for the ads, you go for the boss. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fun game. The last boss is fucking dog shit, but so is the last um, boss of Sekido, so Yep. And then uh do you want to cover the other Final Fantasy Seven shit? The Final Fantasy shit? Uh well the other thing they announced, uh, which I forgot to put on the news was uh, PlayStation VR two, basically. They're doing a PS five VR. Uh, which, oh, okay. YOLO, I mean, who I would cares? imagine. Get out of my life. VR can suck my dick. VR is awesome, but it's a luxury. It is. I mean, I'm, I'll tell you truthfully, man. VR is really, really, really great for for boxing. Like the Rocky boxing game is really awesome, and for some shooting stuff, and it is great. But I don't see it as a a, a necessary gaming format. I still see it as like a novelty item on the side. Like, what, like remember walking through the malls, shopping malls in the '90s, and they would have those like little weird VR things. It still yeah, yeah. feels like that. Yeah, that's what I It still feels would... exactly like that. You know what it feels it like? Real? Do you remember <laughs> Afterburn, the fucking like, uh, fucking airplane game where you were like in a Afterburn, stupid yeah. thing? Yeah, that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, it's still, it's still. I mean, if you have the space, the time, the luxury, and the money, and you also don't know how to find good video games to play, because you really like. If you have the, the extra expense and time and space, you really need the space. You need like a, at least like a six by six space. Then yeah, it's cool, but it's never going to. It's never going to happen. When they said like VR is going to be the future of gaming, that's never going to happen. We're always going to want to sit in our human bodies and look at a screen. It's just perfect this way until we can jack in like Neo and the Matrix. And even by then, no thanks. But by then, it won't be an option. By then it'll just be society will just be jacked in and I'll just be jacking off. But like, I just think that VR is never going to really be a thing. It's going to be cool. And it's going to be, I have a coworker, I have a buddy, my buddy, Mike, he just bought an Oculus three. And I was like, why? And he's like, it's wireless. I was like, but, but for what? He's like for VR games. I'm like, yeah. Name one. You live in a studio apartment. Like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, I don't know. I think so. But like, uh, no, but he does, he's like, I got Beat Saber. That's really great. It's like, sure. I mean, Beat Saber is really cool, but I'm not going to buy a machine to play Beat Saber. Like, I think that VR should be, uh, it's too bad we lost like arcades, like things like Blockbuster golfing games, because they would be cool to be like, hey, on the weekend, let's go to VR City. And, you know, pay 20 bucks to play all night and we can play VR games. But I don't really need one in my house. Yeah. I don't know. 
All right, finish well, I mean, up this phone. It, it's what it's it's you know it's gonna grow and grow and keep growing. You know, obviously every new medium has that initial like, oh, only rich people have TVs or or radios. I mean, you know, it's yeah, but nah. now we all have the ability to get everything. I look I mean, at I, I look at VR as the next motion controls thing like another fad that's not going to take off until such a time as the technology is there for it to be fully immersive and that that's so far yeah. away it's so well, bad we, we had the Wii we had connect connect you didn't even have to touch your system i, I a lot of people for a little bit of time for well, a very short time thought that that not, was going to be not gonna, we're not going to go backwards we're not going to retract because we had the Wii or because you know, oh well, we had to connect. But it's all That's, motion shit. It's just gonna keep going forward, though. It's not, you know, the motion shit's gonna. It's going to come out again, but better. Nah. And same thing. I disagree completely. It's gonna go what's already happened. It's gonna go bye bye, and then Back. they'll just make video games regular again. I mean, I think yeah. VR in some go... form will always exist, right? Like, I think you're right there. I think motion control is never coming back. Yeah, I mean, look at right now, the future. Look at the Switch porting Twilight Princess. You know what the big innovation was? You no longer have to use motion controls. Now you can use the sticks. Yeah. It's oh, it's going to go back to analog. We're human. We want to sit in front of a screen, look at the cool FPS and or frames per second, and we're going to want to use our hands and be dexterous as much as we want to think about it. Being inside Skyrim, bitch, do you really want to run a quarter mile to go oh, sell no. these two daggers? No. <laughs> Remember when they had that mock-up of that bullshit that was like you would strap in and you could run and it was like yeah, it was multi-directional like, treadmill or whatever. And you could yeah, the multi-directional treadmill and they're like we'll add this to Skyrim and people and they were like oh my god nerds are gonna be the most fit people ever. No, they're not. <laughs> nah, no, bro. they'll just go back part to playing of, Mario. <laughs> part of this gaming shit is the sedentary part. Like we like it. <laughs> If I run that much, I'll have to shit soon. Like it's just I can know. Well, and it's but like who knows? <laughs> it it just seems like it sounds better than it is. Cause think about like my dream VR game would be like a giant MMO where I'm like in Lord of the Rings, right? Like in a fantasy world, and I'm like getting new gear and fucking equipping myself, and I've got all these big ass muscles. But it's like I literally have to run everywhere, and then if not, I gotta walk. Yeah. And that sucks balls. And then, not only that, I got to swing a sword every time I want to hit someone. Every I attack. Can't, I can't do front flips to do that special move. I can't, you know, like, I have to. Yeah, bless Thank you. you. I don't know. I just think. Yeah, man. I I don't think you're, you're uh, because you, with enough time, though, like, okay, like, if we take, let's look at TVs, right? TVs came out in uh, 1928. That's when they first started broadcasting. And then they really became popular in every home, like after World War II, like let's say, you know, in like the 1950s. And so when when would you say that uh, VR first came out? Like uh, when the Oculus Rift had that Kickstarter? No, the Virtual Boy, I think, would be ninety. Well, Virtual Boy, but okay, are we not, we're not bringing up 90s like shopping mall flashpoint shit you I mean you mean home like i would say probably late 80s early 90s when you would stand inside of a unit and put a big thing on your head and you could 
point a controller and shoot things. Probably early 90s, maybe late 80s. So, I mean, there's still time with uh, it compared that the early 80s to now, like VR has grown so much. Like you, you couldn't, it wasn't commercialized like Oculus and there's there's like three major companies making VR headsets. I mean, that's a tremendous growth from the 1980s. And what I'm saying is as time moves forward, the growth is not going to go backwards. I I just think there's nothing to do with them. <laughs> 1960 I, is the first VR head-mounted display. I don't, I don't think that's going to stop the growth of VR, though. Like, I know what you're saying. Like, oh, it's a gimmick. There's nothing to really do. It's not going to stop it. Well, think it's, of it. 1991 so I agree. I just virtual reality this, this group arcade just, machines. This is just technology in general. Like, it's a virus. It's going to keep self-replicating, yeah. and it's just... It'll exist in some dumb form, like, for you know military use and things. I just don't think it's going to stick with gaming because it it doesn't have the adoption rate for for uh, AAA developers to truly you know dive into. And without them really making good games for it, then it's not going to get the adoption rate. It's like you know it, it's the uh, I, you know it's a conundrum because it's like you can't make games because there's not enough money to be made to make good games but then if the good games don't get made no one's gonna buy the fucking things i remember a million people buying oculus and you know how many of them talk about their oculus rift zero i literally see zero things about oculus rift yeah i think like what i said i think um to agree with myself (laughs) um (laughs) i think it's forever gonna be a novelty it's going to be this fun thing where like hey have you tried this and for 10 minutes, you'll be like, whoa, this is amazing. Like, if you have ever played Creed, like Rocky, on the PS4, PlayStation VR, it's like, like man, it's really amazing. Like, when you're in the start menu screen, and you're just in an alley, and it's raining, and you look in front of you, and it shows the options, and you use your hand to pick it. But if you look left and right, you're just, like, in this deep, dark alley. And but in in the reality, I'm in my I was in my friend's apartment or a condo, and um, condos are just apartments people own. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so like, but I, in I the moment, in in the moment, I, and I play the VR, and he goes, "All right, you're gonna fight, you know, uh, uh, Spike Joe or whatever." And I fight this guy, and I'm like, "This is fucking insane! I'm in another world." Whoa! But in the end, when you go home, like, are you gonna buy that? And it's—I don't even think it's a concept. It matters the money. I think that the like the those of us who are privileged enough to be able to have like jobs and shit, we can have the luxury to like save up for that expensive game or toy, even if it was cheaper. I don't think VR is ever going to catch on as much as like true gaming is because it's like a novelty. It is a really cool party trick. But it's not ever gonna. It's, it's not ever gonna. Like, if you could bring on a VR machine at a party with fifty people, but it's not gonna get more hype than like an N sixty four with a four controller Mario Kart. Yeah, so I agree. I can't. I, I can't wait to VR slap the both of you when we're eighty years <laughs> year old, retired. That's fine. <laughs> Listen, I remember that one podcast you said. <laughs> 
So to me, I agree with you, Jesse. It's like one of those things you put it on. Like I used an Oculus Rift on a nerd porn live stream that we did a long, long time ago. I was ago. there, dude. Did you do the did you do the porn fly yeah, through yeah. of the porn stars? Yeah, I, I, I flew was into a butthole. Um Yeah. Uh that guy was... that, at the end of those Friday nights, he was still there. Like I, I went to one of his I went to one of the first Fridays, one of the last ones, and uh played uh sword guitar hero well so I, I remember being like this is a, a cool i guess and it was like the low res <laughs> oculus rift and it was like a roller coaster thing i'm like i don't feel like i'm on a roller coaster and i was like okay there's just like I naked <laughs> naked girls standing around i can fly around them that's cool but i even agree with you like you could play one of those games and you're like hell yeah this is so cool but you're not gonna go do that alone at your house <laughs> You're not gonna go I, think play, so. I think so. You're not going to go play fake boxing in your bedroom, punching the air. So. You think you would? Yeah, nah. I definitely 100% would. Yeah, no, I just don't that's... think I would use it. I don't think I would use it as much. I think the proof is in the pudding, man. I think if people were going to do that, they'd be doing it, and there'd be games being made. There's fuck all coming out that makes any Well, I don't difference. have the space. Nobody does. And even if you do... Like, are you going to literally sit in your living room every day and put your fucking head you know, set on and go punch the air to play Rocky? No, you're not going yeah. to. So or else people what, would. Yeah, that's what my uh, my buddy at work was telling me yesterday. Uh, is He got the Oculus 3, I think is what it is. And he's like, it's wireless now. Like, now it's all wireless. And I'm like, cool, lag. Yeah. <laughs> one. Like, one. Cool, batteries. If, if you're well, never. Not, not wireless. <laughs> Uh, it's all self-contained, like the computer. You don't need yes. a computer because so there is no. Everything's in there. There's n- right, so there wouldn't be a lag because it's not actually wireless. You know what I mean? Oh, the headset oh, is the computer. Truth, truth, the, com- Nate. the computer's you, Nate. in the headset. But then that's even truth, worse Nate. because guess what? It's not gonna be able to process fuck all shit. It's not gonna have and it's gonna get graphics. Hot. It's not gonna have a good graphics card. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna have hot. no capabilities to play anything of value. A I couple just, people might burn their skulls off, but I mean, you know, I just a small don't, sacrifice. Of all of them, the Oculus Rift is the one that I understand the least. I'm like, who are they <laughs> making this for? What exactly. is the purpose? The, the, the PSVR the at least has Sony and it has a PlayStation it's fucking attached to that's yeah, going to do all the processing. It's built into PlayStation, yeah. Like, you get an Oculus the Rift, o- all these people are so, <laughs> we're so excited. My Oculus Rift. Yeah, where are you at now, homie? Where are you at? Where's your Oculus? Oh, is it sitting in your room or did you sell it? Did you sell it or is it sitting in a box in your closet? You hey, are any of your games more than one hour long? And like, yes. That's it. Everybody knows jacking off on one of those is probably cool. But guess what it else sucks? You have no, no the, but you no, have no you spatial have awareness. Extender. You have to buy the flashlight extender where the anime girl blows you. No, that's dude. And you also don't have any spatial awareness. <laughs> what if you're jacking off with your fucking headset on and like three of your friends accidentally <laughs> walk in your room and just watching you? It's miserable. They start jacking you off. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's a fad. And I agree with you, Nate, that I don't think work on it's ever going to stop. I think it's always going to be getting better. And I do think at some point we'll hit a phase of life where I don't think it'll ever be game, like a gaming thing. But I think there will be VR like escape rooms you can do or VR, uh, you know, paintball matches and things like that, like where you can do laser tag with VR. That'd be really yeah. cool. Like, and that's a video game, right? But what I mean is, it's never going to be a thing you sit in at your house at home and you're like, let me get yes. into Ready Player One and do fucking backflips. Like, 
that, no, that's Matrix shit. That's plug-in. Yeah. You're plugging in. It, and that's future stuff. But you did say something. You said two things that are very useful. One, for at-home stuff, when you said escape rooms, adventure games. Yeah. Adventure games when you're doing the point-and-click yeah, like and you want to play. Perfect. Like, yeah, adventure stuff, perfect. And then the other thing, I uh, don't, don't know if you guys know the small podcast, JRE. Uh, Rogan talked about in... There's certain facilities you can go to where they take like paint, like uh, laser, like laser tag places, and they paint them in these infrared paint structure shit. And then everyone wears a headgear. And even though you're just in a warehouse with black walls with, with all these weird tape, to them, they're like in a haunted house with zombies coming out of them. Yeah, I think. Or so what we're talking that kind about of now is cool, but that's going to a that's, facility. That's AR. That's not VR. So that's the difference. And I think AR is going to be a thing that could be really cool because AR haunted houses are going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine instead of a dude in a clown costume, you see an actual monster, right? Like this person is there and they're, you know, puppeteering this augmented reality, you know, creation but like yeah. or if i look at you you're your avatar and it's not just you wearing a bulky chest piece with a yeah fucking laser quest gun yeah and i think i think there's like cool stuff with ar for sure and i think i think ar is going to be a bigger thing i mean I, I think google glass failed spectacularly and it's something that i really enjoyed watching not never actually hit the ground <laughs> I think Google Glass failed because it was too invasive. I think that it was just, it was too dangerous. That's yeah, what well, I think. Apple's doing their version now, um, which is going to not talk to the internet, I don't think. Okay. Like, I think Google Glass was just too, it was too easy to walk somewhere and just have a camera filming what you're looking at, which isn't illegal, but then we get into creep land. Just imagine all the, be a creepy. imagine all the, baller fucking sex videos you'll be able to make at your house and by baller i mean n- not as attractive because you're not using like perfect <laughs> all the videos of your girlfriend saying don't do that don't do that no not tonight, no not tonight. slapping your hands away ill ill not i just took a shower on the just towel a, on the towel a super cut a super cut of rejection that you play in your di- divorce <laughs> <laughs> a super cut of rejection that you play at your uh self in your house while you just ask girls out that's one thing so i was talking about um happygamer.gg or whatever again i talked to, you know uh, before we recorded i was telling nate about the you know the series i've been kind of watching which is a, a harvard graduated or harvard educated therapist who is also a gamer and he talks to like streamers and different gamers and diff- just different people about the things that we all kind of deal with as a, a group of people, right? And, you know, I mean, as people, the shit we all deal with, like fear of rejection or uh, not living up to your own self, you know, your own perception of your own... Um, what is the word I'm thinking of? When you someone's got uh, potential, right? Like, so that's the big one. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, uh, you know, you get told you're real smart as a kid, and you're like, I'm so smart, and I'm going to be awesome, and then you're not, because everybody's fucking smart right like at a certain point up to a certain level everyone there's millions and millions of smart people right mm-hmm. um but he was talking to an incel and so when you when you when you see the title you're like oh my god it's gonna be one of those guys right and this guy's like i mean i'm not an incel i don't i'm not in communities but i am involuntarily celibate i cannot uh i, I cannot 
get a girlfriend in order to have sex, right? Yeah. So he is. I can't force somebody to fuck me. Well, <laughs> so and so what he was saying is word, like this word for me. Well, what he's saying is like I'm not an incel, but I am what you would textbook define as involuntarily celibate, you know. And so it was a really interesting conversation, and and they did too, and it was actually really interesting because the first one he's like really resistant and i i commented on the youtube channel by like 30 minutes and i'm like dude it's really hard to root for this guy because he's just getting advice and 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 talking to someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about and he keeps being like no but that's not true but that's not real and it's like dude you cannot go into therapy with a wall up that's not how it works and so but then their second time, like he gets better by the end and they're they're having a good conversation. And then the second time he says, look, I went back and listened and I was a really bad uh, patient. He's like, I could hear myself, you know, being defensive and that's not going to work. And so it was, it's yeah. just really, just a really cool thing. But he said, like, I would just ask, I would just approach girls. And Dr. K says, man, that's something that drives me insane is hearing guys who can't get laid talk about approaching people like you want to know what nobody wants on earth (laughs) just people coming up to them trying to fuck them like (laughs) yeah he's like don't approach people meet people do things that you enjoy right or be make friends you will meet people through people right and that's like have organic conversations you can't just approach people like hello i would like to take you on a date would you like to go on a date with me like yeah yes the worst thing you could do is walk up and be like I just, I had to say how beautiful you are. Yeah, like it's over. You just ruined it. Don't chase sex or partner. Like chase excellence. Better yourself. Going back to the beginning, if you're thinking of that kind of shit, where you're like, oh, when you're doing that late or whatever, it stinks just, of desperation. Anybody yeah, approaching better yourself, dude. Like yeah, okay, look. We all know we, we've all known people, and we all know it is possible. And you know, it, it depend, No matter who you are, we've all known someone who's just charismatic and can meet people and can approach people. But they're never approaching people like, "Hey, what's up? I think you're beautiful." You know, like, okay, not never. I'm sure that's happened and it's worked and yeah, whatever. Well, like, there like, are people. Keep going, but like, there, there's an example. Like, there's an Usher song called "Love in the Club," and that's about two people like. Like in a nightclub who don't know each other, who are like so like, whoa, you're hot, you're hot too. Let's fuck in the bathroom. That's literally what that song's about. Love in the club. I wanna is make about... love in this club. Hey, yeah, in this club. That's, okay, so like that. Sure, that does happen yes. in some circumstances. There are times when genuine burning desire, like, makes a weird thing. Like you fuck a girl in the bathroom in a club. Not for the most of us kind of weird well, and also there a be careful there are people <laughs> but, that are physically attractive enough that it doesn't really matter what they say right like and yeah. and they strike out too they just don't strike out often you know what i mean like the, there are people yeah. that are not attractive uh, not attracted to people that are very attractive like i find myself i think let me say this out loud i think my wife is beautiful and i'm not saying that but what i think is there's a level right like there's like Megan Fox where you meet that person like that and you're like, Ugh, you don't even make sense. Like, <laughs> like, yes, you're objectively attractive, but you don't make sense physically to me. And I, I for me personally, I'm just like, I'm not really like, I mean, 100%, if, you, if we were just two animals, I'd fuck you, right? But like, yeah. I'm... I'm a thinking being like I I can't I don't know whatever. But if she was single and you were single and she was a normal like a civilian at a party you wouldn't be like I'm going for that one. No, I would just l- I, literally yeah. avoid them. 
Like I would talk exactly. to whoever. I'll talk to anybody, you know, but I would it would not even cross my fucking mind. But um that was just something that he said that I was like, God, that's so true. Like these these people that are that get in this mindset, it's like you set yourself into failure because you you go into like a mania where it's like I gotta get a girlfriend, I gotta get a girlfriend, and the more you think about that, the less you're gonna get it. You know what I mean? Because you're 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 gonna smell of fucking fear and desperation. Desperation. It's gonna yeah. be fear of rejection and desperation. It's. it's I really recommend everyone watch this guy happygamer.gg. It's on YouTube. You just look up Happy Gamer. He's yeah, really really cool. Up. He is so awesome, and he'll he constantly. I love him because he'll go. Can I just think for a second? <laughs> And then he'll literally just not talk for a minute, like just silence. He'll, you know, and you, he has a camera on, so he's just like touching his lip, like thinking. And then he's like, can I say something that might sound uh, insulting because it's going to be direct <laughs> and never, he's never insulting. Cause he'll just say like, I think you're part of your own problem. Like, I think your problem is that you're thinking too much or that you have whatever. So like with the insult guy, he's like, you do not believe that you can be loved or that anyone would ever love you. So you go into these situations with that mindset and you can, like, as an outsider, you hear it and you feel it, you know? Because the guy was talking yeah. about speed dating. He's like, can I tell you something? Speed dating sounds fucking miserable. <laughs> He's like... No. It sounds like the worst idea of all time. Yeah, speed dating is for, like, the type of people who fuck strangers in a nightclub. Like... That's I, it's it's. It, I would be interested in watching my wife uh, cuck me at speed dating. Like I would love to watch Kelsey go to speed what? dating. No, don't could do those you, kind of things. Could you imagine? <laughs> don't set her loose upon the world. You have your wife. Don't do that. No, you're that kind of shit is like troubleshoot. I mean, I know you understand that. Like, oh, she's my wife. She loves me forever, forever. But you still have to I like. I don't think you that's still where have he's to. Going. That's not where I'm going your, with it. You fucking insecure person. Let, I'm saying I'm not insecure. All, let, let's let's all relax. Let's let him finish where he was going. I'm what I'm sure saying we're, is, we're, we're all going to be delighted. Kelsey hates okay. people, so I would just enjoy watching her make faces at people. Like I would enjoy watching her converse with. Like different dudes trying to get a date, right? Because she's so, like, not the person. But then, to wouldn't approach. that make her disingenuously being there and a kind of like shitting on people who are there for a reason to yeah, be there and people. like kind of making a joke of them? Yeah, fuck I those mean, people. That, They're that, a joke. That's what that's what happens when you you know when you're trying to meet people. Some people and you know, some people just aren't aren't into it. Yeah. yeah. True. Uh, there's, I think your guy hits it on the head, man. I think it's like a combination of things. Like, you know, they, they go, they're thinking about sex. Like uh, like your guy says, they, they go in and they think they don't deserve to, to date or, or they don't deserve to meet someone. And so they're already like, uh, uh. And I think that also affects the amount of people they meet. So since they're be- coming in negative, they don't want to... They don't want to meet people because they're already like in a net. So they're not meeting as many people as the successful guys. So it's like a numbers game. And also like you got, everyone's thinking too much. You're just thinking too much and you're not present. You're not really, you're not really meeting people like just being present with someone and just listening to them. And, uh, like right now, right now we're all listening. <laughs> got to put our listening yeah. ears on. Um. Anyways, so back to the news. That was a tangent. Um, if you can't, if you can't get a girlfriend or a boyfriend, 
just stop trying to get a girlfriend or boyfriend. Go go yeah. work on you. Be cool. Be you know, learn to enjoy yourself, learn to become confident in who you are, and uh that will project to the world. And maybe it'll still take forever, but eventually if you're genuine, there's gonna be someone who reacts to you as a genuine person. That's I think the yeah. answer. And that's, that's kind of like pretty much what it gets down to is if you're oh it, in the end, if you have any faults or flaws, or whatever, better yourself or try to better yourself, and that's all that matters. Yeah. So and I'll say rules. we all know, like we've all been single for a super long time. We've all been in a dry spell, right? Like we've all been in that time where you're like, I am unfuckable, I'm an unfuckable loser. And the last thing you want to hear is stop thinking about it. But it, it truly does work. And I and I say that having been in that multiple times in my life where like I was like, I need I'll just never be, you know, I'll never meet anyone and I need to get a girlfriend. It's like, you know, you're just starting to think about it. And then eventually I just like, fuck it, I don't care. And I just go do shit I like to do. Hang out with my friends, play a bunch of video games, whatever. And almost none of those things <laughs> make you meet people. But I ended up meeting people, well, yeah. right? You you yeah. were creating you were creating your own torture just by thinking. And then when you went off and you kind of just did things you liked and you, you know, you were a little more present in the moment because you were doing things you enjoyed. And you stopped thinking about that stuff that was bothering you. And so what it came down to was the thinking. Yep. I mean <clears throat> you everybody I think everybody should try to meditate. Everybody should try to stop to think a little bit, try it out. Because that's reality. When you stop thinking, that's like that's the real that's the real world. Because we're all just animals, you know. We're you you know we're a species. We're fucking animals. That's right. I'm a manimal. Me, baby, we ain't no mammals. Let's do it like they do it on Discovery Channel. So Uh, all this this reality of all these thoughts that you kind of construct and just. It's not really, you know, if if you just relax and stop thinking for a minute, you relieve a lot of stress. Yeah. Now that yeah, that man. tangent's over, we've all... Uh, I'm not finish... done! <laughs> no, all right, sorry. so I need to finish news. Did, did we finish Final Fantasy VII? Yes. I don't think we did. So here's the deal. Not oh only are God. they releasing those games, here's what is also happening. Two other games are coming out, but... They're like mobile games. Yeah, I don't care about this. No, but these are important because what they're doing is there's one game that looks really great. Okay, so here's what I'll do then to divert. Uh, once again, I'm going to bring up Maximilian Dude. He's a very, very, very good content creator. Go check him out. He uh, did a video about this. Is uh, There's two things coming out for Final Square's putting out for Final Fantasy VII. They're doing a pretty much a turn-based RPG version where they're telling the story of Final Fantasy VII in complete, in completion. Suck me off to completion. Uh, so it is basically going to tell the story of like seven Advent Children, Crisis Core, Before Core, all this crazy shit. This is big stuff that we kind of need to look into. I think we'll talk about it more next week because we don't know too much now. And then also... There is a free-to-play battle royale called The First Soldier. Like, this is kind of a big deal. Like, it's called The First Soldier. Speaking of Soldier and, like, Zack and Cloud. And it's going to be a 
basically fucking Fortnite that accompanies all this Final Fantasy VII shit that's going on. I am also a okay with that never existing. Yeah, it's a big problem. We have to figure out what it's about, and it's a big issue. And I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's anything for us to talk about. Like a BR from... spinoff can go fuck itself. And yeah, if that, like, if they told the story in a turn-based RPG that I could play, that even if it was 16-bit, awesome. I would buy that and play it on any system. If it's on my yeah, phone, there's... I'm gonna throw it in the toilet where it belongs. That's what sucks. Is I think these things are phone things. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. But 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 what sucks is they're putting as much budget into them as they are on the um, integrate. Oof. It's like oof. They tried this with Final Fantasy. Oh, I forgot what it was called. The, like a universe when when seven and like came out and like they had this whole thing like. They've had these. They've made multiple games for online stuff, and they try to make these online—not online. I'm sorry, mobile and online things where they have these universe tie-ins to all these games. There was like a Runo, a Reno and Rude game that was only available on like flip phones. Yeah, that was like a fucking sprite-based Dude, fucking RPG. But the, like, the, you know what? The true conclusion to Final Fantasy X's story. Uh, is like a light novel that was only available on cell phones. Audio book. Yeah. And Man. it's like... The, the, and in the end, I believe Titus gets decapitated. Yeah, he gets his head cut off and it's over. <laughs> like, so, hey, not only stop doing that. <laughs> is it a shit on fans for having to be on the phone it, or, you know, whatever, it's also shitting on them, like, even worse by killing Titus in such a, a disrespectful yeah. way. But yeah. So before just before leaving Final Fantasy, the last thing I want to say is is check out the Maximilian dude breaking it up because he shows. Uh oh, we're in some trouble. They're doing some dirge of Cerberus shit because there's some gacked, aka some other like new grounds shit going on. Even though Dirge of Cerberus failed, it looks like they're trying to bring that shit into the Final Fantasy VII remake. It looks that the remake is going along the lines of. Final Fantasy Seven: Dirge of Cerberus, um, and it's kind of like, why are you doing this? So we may be in trouble, or we may be getting cool stuff. I just subscribed uh, to his YouTube, and also I subscribed to Healthy Gamer GG. There you go. Nice, That's Maximilian. Dude is uh, very cool. He, he does mostly fighting game stuff. He's very, very, very good. You, Nate, you might really like the video game historian. He's a he. He makes quality kind of educational videos anyways go ahead Aaron. okay so back to news uh superman is getting a reboot a uh, film reboot uh at warner brothers with what ta nahisi uh coates writing uh ta nahisi coates is the guy's name uh writing and jj abrams producing uh who knows <laughs> so stupid like dude dc cannot make good movies they just need to stop they're rebooting cavill yeah he's out but they're doing the Snyder yeah, cut. Yeah, that's going to be the last appearance of Henry Cavill as Superman in what? Zack Snyder's Justice League piece of shit trash movie. What are they doing? But they don't know what they're doing. They tried what to are... make Avengers, and they rushed it, and they fucked it all up. It's tr- it's all bad. It's Every funny. single that... one of those movies is bad. It was like a, truly a, a beautiful did. disaster, like one of those bad car accidents mm-hmm. that you just cannot look away from. A it is true. They, they tried to make Avengers. Go ahead, Aaron. I was singing 311. 311? Yeah, remember that song? Beautiful disaster. Oh. 
No, I never listened to 311 because they're a terrible band. They really um, are. <laughs> it's funny how like DC really did. They like, uh, like Marvel was halfway through MCU and DC was like, we can catch up, right? And they tried to do it in like four years, and it was like, no, you can't do it. <laughs> like, yeah. you fucked it up. Like Super your movies funny. are bad. Really funny to you know just throw away characters I love, waste their time on screen. Oh, God. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Hilarious that Superman and Batman <laughs> were trying to the, the, Their moms have the same name. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Oh, you guys. What a hoot. What a hoot. Um, all right. So uh, in other news, um, we are getting a uh, Twisted Metal show. Um, I feel like there's actually some pretty big names attached to it, but I didn't write any of it down. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh the guys who made Deadpool oh, and something else. Tim Miller and whatever the other guy, Chris Kringle, <laughs> can't remember. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I'm not sure like the history you guys have with Twisted Metal. I played all of them to completion, uh, and I mean, did you guys play Twisted Metal at all? It's, yeah, it was a launch title. Yeah, for um, sure. I think car combat doesn't work anymore because physics have gotten too just too good, and those early twisted metal games are just kind of silly to play. Like if you play the best in the series is basically twisted metal two or twisted metal black or the 2013 PS3 game, and they're kind of silly. But here's the really cool fun camp and this kind of Nate. I think you could maybe weigh in a little bit. It's very camp and it's very it's Wishmaster. It's it's horror. So what the, the the whole thing with Twisted Metal is, is that it's a car combat destruction derby tournament, and whoever wins, there's a guy named Calypso who runs it. And at the end of, if you win, he gives you a wish. But he always does the wishmaster thing. So if you say, I want to be rich, you wake up the next day and like your mom's dead, and you get like an inheritance from her life insurance. Yeah, and I it's remember like, that. What, what was the wish for a uh, sweet tooth? I don't remember Sweet Tooth. I do remember one where there was a vain actor or actress, or actually, I guess the term is just actor, uh, where they were like, I want everyone to see my face. And he just ripped their face off and stretched it over the moon, like Chairface Chippendale. <laughs> yeah. And their face was just stretched over the moon. And they're like, I didn't mean it like this, you fucking shit. So I'm wondering how they can do a TV show. This does. Seem like it could be a fun show. 100% only needs to be one season. Do not do more than this. Yeah. I think. You know, they're going to do the thing where it's like, what about, uh, what was the guy that was in the two wheels? (laughs) Axel. Axel. They're like, what is Axel's story? He's going to be our main character who's a cop who then infiltrates Twisted Metal. They might do that because Axel's like. An African American man with like he's a single father with a daughter, and he's like, they might go that angle. I think what they should do is have instead of the whole tournament ending with one wish, I think every episode or two or three should end with a ter- with like a battle, and whoever wins the battle gets a wish, and we get a wish master, like a funny outcome. I want to be famous. And they're like, we found the kitty porn on your fucking computer. Now you're famous. Everyone knows you. You know, like, like I 
don't think it could lead up to just one reveal because playing the game back in the day, you would have to play the game as one whole character and whoever wins the entire tournament gets one wish. And then there's a twist Shyamalan style. Well, not even Shyamalan, just like a wish master style twist. I think that they should have that be the, the, I think it should be almost like a serial and it should be just fun. And just leave it alone. And if it does really well, then pick another title in the PlayStation catalog and make a PlayStation series of things. Like maybe take the funds and make a Jack and Daxter eight episode cartoon series. Like they don't need to do Twisted Metal and then brainstorm, can we turn this into a trilogy? Like stop turning everything into universes. We don't need a universe for everything. So I think it could be fun as long as they know their place and they make it something fun and short. Yeah. Fun and short, like your tangents. <laughs> no, my tangents, <laughs> god damn you, you son of a bitch. Because my tangents are long you, and then probably annoying. I know, You I know. son of a bitch. How he dare just, you? He just sat through one. He just sat right through you it. You said fun and short. You said it. Uh, ah, speaking okay. of fun and short, Twilight Zone, uh, Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone reboot has been canceled after two seasons. Um, I don't think it did very well, and I think COVID probably uh, did not help. You know, like, productions have been pretty fucked. So. Yeah. I also think this, when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, oh, my God. And I had no idea it even came out. Yeah. I don't have TV. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't know it came out. Like, if, it, if I knew Jordan Peele's... Uh, Twilight Zone was out. I would have been watched all of it. I love that. I bet you it's good too. I just do we know what it did it come out on a service or was it network? It was on uh network. Damn it, that means it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on like ABC oh, or NBC shit. or one of those. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, that's a bummer. That 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 sucks because I thought, you know, because he's he's really good at I don't know if it's him or just the resources he has, but his stuff comes out looking and presenting very well. He he does really good work. Uh, so I'm thinking it was maybe just bad publicity. Maybe maybe they just didn't promote it as well as they could. Yeah, he, uh, he he respects horror. Like if you listen to him on YouTube, like if you listen to some of his interviews and some of the ones where he talks about like old horror films, like he respects the genre. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Game, That's why I'm wondering how did he get canceled already? Game recognized game. Well, I mean, his, his you know, he's one of the the most lauded working fucking horror directors right now. He's working on another, oh, yeah. you know, he's producing a bunch of shit. He's working on another film right now. So I think it's just the TV show got canceled. He was just producing and he was basically our um what's his name? Uh Rod Sterling. He would do the yes, intros. Yes. Rod Sterling, yeah. Uh, I watched the first episode of the first season of the reboot. It was the Kumail Nanjiani remake of The Comedian. And uh, yeah. it was really good. Really, really good. I saw yes. that one, too. It was good, right? Yeah. Tracy, Mor- yeah. uh, Tracy Morgan, yeah. Yeah. It's not on Hulu, so the networks don't have a deal with the Hulu, even though Hulu is the network streamer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. I was looking forward to seeing it. Honestly, I don't even know what came out. I was looking forward to seeing uh his I'm luckily we have at least two seasons. So we have two seasons of it, so I would assume they should be good. I don't know if the Not second sure. season's out yet, is it? 
Because I saw it said canceled after two seasons, or maybe I'm wrong, and it was canceled before second season. Because I know at least one season's out. Yeah, one season's done. That was last year. I'm okay. wondering if the second season is going to come out, and they've already canceled it ahead of that. But yeah. But anyways, okay. sorry. Um, we'll look it up right now. Oh, uh, in other news, random sequels. By the way, uh, um, yeah, oh they're God. on season two. Um, okay. So District Ten is being made right now with um, the guy whose name I can't remember. Who wrote and directed? Neil Blomkamp is writing and directing uh, uh, District Ten. Charlotte Copley is coming back, so very long Sick. time coming. But they're doing a sequel to District Nine, which was a great film, and I saw that at a premiere at Aventura with Neil Blomkamp and Charlotte Copley there. Oh wow! Really cool. That's awesome. And it was random. I just got a random ticket. So I was like, "Hey, do you want to go watch this weird ass movie?" And I was like, "Yes," <laughs> and I went, and it was very really cool. cool. But yeah, nice. I think that's all we got. It was a long. Um, there was one more really quick thing I can get through is, uh, luckily there's a correction me being made by Capcom. Uh, well, two things. One, uh, we got another character reveal for King of Fighters 15, Chizuru. So now we have the second team fully completed, Chizuru Yori Kyokusanagi, and that is Team Sacred Treasures. So that's really, really, really cool because for those who know about King of Fighters, for them to pair these three characters up again, that means we're probably going to be dealing with the Orochi, which is really fucking cool, man. Really great stuff. Uh, the other thing is is Capcom put an update out for Street Fighter Five because lately we've been having a lot of updates because of the um, Season 5 coming out. Dan is available now, as well as the V-Shift, as well as uh, Eleven. These things are all available. So in the last update for Street Fighter Five, they changed the audio to make not the music, but the in-game audio all mono, meaning it was no longer stereo. And for those who don't know, there is actually a very... There's a decent enough to be represented community of blind Street Fighter players. And the way that they play Street Fighter is when you're using stereo headsets, you can hear which side of the screen your character is on. And there are these there are players who are visually impaired and cannot see who can tell by just listening. And you can watch videos of people who cannot see, like beat the fuck out of like legit Street Fighter players. When Capcom put out the update, they turned everything mono. Uh, the entire blind community of Street Fighter was unable to play the game for a couple of weeks. And now it is uh, very awesome to hear that the Japanese offices of Capcom have come out and say they're gonna they're working to reverse it. So hopefully we'll get the stereo back so that the blind community can now jump back in. And it's some dope shit, man. Like there's even like tournament foot not tournament like top eight, but like there are footage of there's plenty of footage of like you know, blind blind fighters fighting, um, um, seeing fighters, and it's just really cool to see how far the the human potential can go. Like, you know, and some of these fighters actually never played Street Fighter before they, you know, lost their sight or even knew about it. So some of them came in before. Like, it's one thing to play Street Fighter for years and then maybe have a tragic accident, but. Uh, it's pretty neat, man, um, that Capcom's going back and fixing that. So I just wanted to put those two fighting game things out. Is uh, We have Team Sacred Treasures, and Capcom's doing their best to hopefully get uh, the stereo back on the game 
audio so that the blind community can get back in because I was not aware. I was aware of like two blind tournament fighters and I was not aware that it was a big enough community. So I'm actually super stoked about that. That makes me really happy about the Street Fighter community and that makes me um, internally want to shed happy tears. Sure. It's such a cool story. Yeah, it's very cool. Short and fun. Um, okay. Imagine getting beat though by a blind person. Like how? <laughs> like I, you know, I would. I gotta. No, I fuck gotta that. Ha- imagine. I gotta imagine, retire. Imagine being the guy at the tournament who beats the blind guy, and everyone's like, "Fuck you, man!" Yeah, dude, it's lose like, lose. If you get put against a blind person, just... you have to let them win. But then you're also the guy that a blind guy beat, and he can like. You know, or they can go around being like, yeah, I'd be like one of the top contenders. Like, yeah, motherfucker, I had to let you win or else I was going to look like a fucking asshole, lose my sponsorships. Yeah. This is a lose-lose. How it dare is you? lose-lose. You know what would be perfect? If the uh, the person who competes against them, like the top tier, like it, it ends up being like a deaf person <laughs> who goes up against like the blind person. The and Helen then it's Keller like, of Street Fighter? And then like Don King comes out and it's just like this grand like... Only in fan. America. <laughs> I like this story. We should write it. Pay-per-view. Oh, God. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the so, battle of the senses. The battle of the senses. <laughs> uh, who will win? Yeah, it's like I, I, I mean, I am glad that there is some way for uh, the vision impaired to play video games. Right, I want everyone to play video games. Yeah. So I, I made that joke. You know, that'd be pissed, and you're gonna lose, lose. But like. If I went in and I was in a tournament and a blind person came, I'm gonna fuck them up if I fuck them up. You know, like yeah, I think you, you have, have to, to try your right? You have to, <laughs> you have to respect that person enough to go. I'm yes. gonna give you my all, and then if if you beat me, like fuck me, you're good at video games. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But I think there is like this sense of look at you wasting your eyesight, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. You know what it made me think of, actually, is Pure Prinny beating the Lava Jet Ski stage of Battletoads blindfolded. <laughs> like so. Oh, he's being if, ableist. No, but if him and I did it side by side, he would he'd beat me, and he's yeah, technically blind. Yeah, he knows moment. it. Yeah. Look at you wasting your eyesight. You wasting your eyesight, <laughs> and you fucking loser. Wasting all your free time not playing Battletoads blindfolded, <laughs> upside down. That's true. That's a lot of time. I mean, but what else are you gonna do? You can't. I mean, well, hey, what else are you gonna yeah. fucking do with yourself, huh? <laughs> fucking you loser. Fucking lose. What are you a fucking idiot? You a fucking. Oh, you gonna use your eyeballs? The fuck are you looking at flowers? <laughs> what fuck at are you flowers? I'm listening at? for fireballs. What are you looking at with your fucking in. useless eyeballs? I'm out here fucking <laughs> looking at titties only all day. <laughs> I don't open my eyes unless there's titties out. Okay. Oh, you want to hear something super cringe? Super cringe. I'll just throw it out. <laughs> a thing that I thought was cute. It actually worked. When I was trying to be cute with a girl, <laughs> I told her, I said, I want to look at you the way a blind man does. <laughs> oh, no. You, you, no. Wait, what? You, you said. <laughs> Nate's taking notes. <laughs> He's like, yeah, wait, it's good. It's a good you, one. I did it. Did you I say did. this? You said, said, I this, said this. I said this to a human woman. I want to look at you like a blind man does. Meaning he wants yes. to use his hands. 
Because the blind man can tell what you look like if they run their hands across your face. They can feel and they can see what you look like. Have you ever have you ever it's seen good. how it's like good. it's good when you explain it? It always helps. Yeah. So have you ever like I remember seeing years ago there was like a a, a blind person who could touch someone's face and then get a mound of clay and recreate their That's face. That's a Lionel Richie song, bro. <laughs> it's a video for is that. It? Hello. Is it me yes. you're looking for? Is that the video? Yeah, the blind man makes the girl's face out of clay, dude. Oh, okay, cool. I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Lionel Richie a lot. But um yeah, I remember saying that to a human woman once. Like I want to look at the way a blind man does. Can you can you share her response or do you not want to get into it? She said You got in there. Yeah. She said you you made my became, pussy she, dry. Yeah, she be, she became one of my long-term I, that was a that was a long-term relationship with someone who well was, this yeah. is where I get annoyed. Don't fuck people. Do not reward that kind of behavior with pussy, bro. Or dick. Whoever you are. Don't it wasn't reward. like that was the first thing I said, Aaron. It was later on. That was probably Aaron. like that was probably like ten weeks into courtship. That was just like a cute thing I said once. That right. was ten weeks of pretending to be blind. Walking <laughs> ten, ten weeks. Walking around with a cane That's called and a dog. Fucking dedication. Wearing sunglasses indoors. <laughs> it's called dedication, you little bitch. Uh, one more quick description of a meme I just saw while scrolling around. Uh, it's a it's a picture of Simba, uh, with his back to his dad after you know he dies in The Lion King, and it says when your dad dies and you have to act like you didn't just do a choreographed musical number called "I Just Can't Wait to Be King." <laughs> Uh, and I good. just can't wait till my dad dies. <laughs> and then your dad dies, and you're like, oh. <laughs> you're like, damn, bro, I could have waited, I guess. <laughs> I also saw a really smart video that showed when Scar was talking directly after that, he holds, they were like, where does his body go? Because buffalo don't eat lions. And uh, he's actually holding the, literally, yeah, holding like the, skull. Drew, the yeah. skull of a lion. And it was they yeah, the the jackals, yeah, the lions. hyenas, yeah. Well, he probably so found them. So it was like he? he ate them. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. Till my dad dies. <laughs> oh shit, my dad's about to die. Oh fuck now. <laughs> I keep singing. The... <laughs> Where's my cousin? I'm gonna go fuck her. Like... <laughs> Somebody say fuck her. Somebody say wait no. That's your fucking cousin. Well, bitch, I'm about to blow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, anyways, um, we're about to do a musical number right now, in fact. Uh, So before I hit the song, Nate, I want to say, as always, it's a pleasure to have you on. Literally, anytime you want to come on, you're welcome. Wait, we have two questions, but but I think we answered them. So let's at least just give a shout out because we didn't do it last week. Bro, if I hear another wait, I'm about to fucking run through a wall. Wait, it's only 11.15. We're usually really late. Yeah, I don't. I want to play video games. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Will you talk to me? Can I call call you for ten minutes? Aaron doesn't talk to me. He's like, I'm playing a game. Um. Let's well, see. you do all the talking. Give the boy a chance. <laughs> no, I mean when I uh, afterwards. Um. I just okay. So we got Kyle. I'm just gonna say Kyle. Uh, please tell me you guys are fully caught up on WandaVision. No, we're going to take a break this week, and we're going to go next week and do a... Oh like man. 
Well, well could that, dude, that's another like 30 minutes of like. All right, all right. Okay, you're right. You're right, you're right. And also, Nate, you're welcome to join us anytime on stream. We do basically mini episodes all the time yeah, on man. stream. And we just we just talk. But um, one division we're going to cover next week. And then he said, uh, do you feel any way about the Final Fantasy VII remake coming to PS5 but won't be allowed on the PS5, 4 or 5 version, whatever? Yeah, we talked about it. So thank you, Kyle, for writing in. Um, I think it's fair that people shouldn't bitch about something for free because pay for your fucking content. Uh, Dre, Dre writes in and says, any thoughts on Remnant? We talked about it. Souls, uh, Soulsborne, Soulsborne game that's like shooter ads kind of ruined the game uh was described as souls like and six days of fallujah which has gained some traction as a controversial title i heard about it first from sacred Sim- sacred symbols which i learned about from jesse but sucks compared to y'all that is a super compliment so he's saying he didn't know about sacred symbols. One, y'all need to use your algorithms and learn how to find video game podcasts. Because sacred Sim- symbols, a PlayStation podcast, is the one of the biggest video game podcasts out there. Um, I really do vouch for it. I think they're they do they do good work. And uh, I will say also, when I flub content, sometimes sacred symbols and Castle Super Beast they'll cover some shit a little better here and there. But in the end, I think that they're not going to have the things that we have. So I'm not afraid of sharing – like I'm not afraid of telling people about other podcasts because I'm not afraid of our listeners leaving us for them. Uh, they could tell. Yeah. So this guy's basically <laughs> saying uh, – thanks, Nate. Six Days in Fallujah. I guess what we we might even leave that because Six Days in Fallujah is a is a big deal because it is a is a it's a battle that went down recent enough to where people who are basically uh, us guys who are recording right now our age were in Fallujah and maybe a little older and even some a little younger and they're making a game about uh, a battle that went down and it's kind of a touchy thing and. I kind of want to get past the promo videos that they've put out, and I would like to eventually see what some of the people who are actually there, which some of those were actually there, talk about. So uh, these are topics that we kind of need to marinate. We need Six Days in Fallujah to kind of marinate a little bit uh, before we talk about it, and WandaVision will give a week till it's finished, and we'll do kind of like a... uh, you know, we'll look, at, we'll look it over. We usually record on Fridays, and WandaVision finale is going to be Friday, so it might actually be the week after that. So, no, it'll be. So next that's week. it for the. I'm talking about it next week. I don't give a fuck. Oh, so we'll we'll watch it on the day. Yeah, bro, I watch it in the morning. All right, babies. So here's the deal. Next week we're gonna do WandaVision, and we're gonna talk about it, but we be ready for spoilers. So if you're not ready to be spoiled on the entire WandaVision. Catch up beforehand. And that's the questions. And there we go. Nate, anything before we hit the song and get the fuck out of here? Thank you guys for having me on. Bro, I always have so much fun with you guys. And I'm excited to hear this song. Uh, now that I know the story behind it, like, I'm. I'm Aaron, is pumped. it going to play for us? Yes. All right. So I guess we need to not talk because if we talk, it'll go over the song. Yeah. Okay. Or can you mute us, Aaron? I cannot mute you. Okay. 
So I'm going to mute myself when the song comes on. Me too. Please. All right, cool. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, this is going to be Grand Design by Enter the Crown. And um, I hope the audio quality is good enough. Uh, it might be a mess, but who knows? Who gives a fuck? We fly by the seat of our pants. And maybe I sharded. So let's see what happens. Uh, and, yeah, uh, check us out everywhere. Facebook.com forward slash nerd the podcast. You can use that same naming convention everywhere except for Instagram, which is a nerd podcast. Uh, we stream podcast. almost every single night on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash nerds the podcast. If you don't watch, please do. If you've never followed us on there, please do. You don't have to do anything but hit the heart, turn off the notifications. I don't even care. We just want to get some more likes. We love you guys. And here comes the song with their number Take one care. hit, The Grand Design. Please welcome to the stage, <laughs> Enter the Crown. Take care of yourselves, guys.
Boom. Headshot.